Warning, some members of this podcast have been known for gratuitous use of the F word. If the F word is something that offends you, fuck it, let's do this. Awesome. Hit the theme music, Doug. Hello, all you denizens of dystopia. Welcome to the wonderful world of the weird. It's time for your weekly rant. I'm Doug, and with me, as always, is Jim Arona. And yes, back this week, we have Mateo. What up, bro? What's up, Mateo? It's the return of the gangster. The one and only. (laughs) Complete with bandana. Yeah, I'm I'm just going to chalk that up to, uh, I guess, the pandemic's still going on out there. I think he just got back from the store. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't tell you how many stores or gas stations or other businesses that I've gone to to give them my money for items that I desire, only to get up to the door, cuss profusely, because they have a sign saying uh, masks mandatory. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go all the way back to my fucking truck. It's just because I don't think about it until I'm ready to walk in. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot we're still doing that. I, I, I forget that's still a thing. I'm already over it. I, yeah, I think I've got, I've got a box of masks, and I've used one mask out of the box for the last three months, maybe, something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, and, and I put the mask on. I go in the store. I come out. I take the mask off immediately. Yeah. That's, that's all I use it for. I, I like it's probably in hours of use. It's probably over the time that I've had it, maybe two hours, maybe two hours. <laughs> I, I will max. say there's a there's a huge difference between what I was dealing with Arizona or in Arizona as compared to here. Because in Arizona, it was pretty much you got out of your car and people see you without your mask on. It's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And out here, it's hardly anybody gives a shit well that's because of our governor here and our politics and the red state but we're people, red people we're red here, state yeah but now in arizona does everybody have like a tan line like are they <laughs> kind of yeah. like kind of like the reverse tiger woods banditos i call mouth. it i call it the reverse tiger woods <laughs> yeah because if you ever see him with a hat off <laughs> his forehead is just blisteringly white compared right. to yeah. his sun-kissed uh, lower portions of his right. face, and so I, I, I'm calling it that now. I don't care if it's uh, uh, what's the word, racist or not. Uh, it's the reverse Tiger Woods. Could oh. you imagine? Could you imagine how many people look like that? <laughs> I mean, somebody that just somebody that's always wearing their mask, like in their car when they're by themselves. And I see them. I see them all over the place. Yeah, most yeah. of them are women. Mostly women. But, <laughs> oh, well, Doug. I'm not. I'm, I hey. It's just a fact. Uh, if you were running survey. for office, you but, just uh, lost all your women votes. But I've seen, I have seen them riding around all by themselves in their vehicle with a mask on, and I'm like, "Wow, you know, if 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 you're that fucking weird about it, you're gonna have a tan line. You're gonna wind up with a tan. <laughs> yeah, line. what do you care about more, or a burn line? Because <laughs> obviously, you're 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 pretty concerned about a lot." And, but apparently, uh, all the ones I've seen, I, I did see this the other day. And I'm just in uh, in my truck looking at uh, information for work. And I look around in this parking lot, and there's this woman searching for somewhere to park. And this is a wide open parking lot. There's no cars really in it. And this woman has gloves on, a mask, 
and a face shield down, and she's the only one in her car. And I saw her drive through two or three different times, and let's just say she's not concerned about tan lines. Well, you know, now, if you're, if you're a person and you have a heart condition or any kind of something like that, I'm sure it's got you freaked out to that point. You know, Which is also not good for your heart. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Freaking you out yeah. to that point is not good for your heart. It's all stress. Well, I, I will say I do get a lot of dirty work, or I don't know where that was going, dirty looks Ooh. while I'm in the car. Hey. Uh, because when I'm delivering Uber, a lot of times since I'm getting in and out of the car so often, I just keep the mask on. So people are looking at me like, why the fuck is dude wearing a mask in the car? And that is literally the only reason is because I'm like, dude, I'm just not going to keep t- putting it on, taking it off. Plus, I figure since I've got other people's food in my car, it might be semi, you know, polite to wear the mask. You're so courteous. I, I try well, to be. Yeah. yeah. You know, as long as you don't sneeze on it, I think it'd be okay. I yeah. do it to cover up. And rub me. it in, you know. You just you just do it so you can do some hood rat shit and I get found no, out. No, I'm just I'm you know I'm ugly as fuck. I mean I just cover it up. Uh, it's, you know, and now I look cool. Anyway, all right, enough of that. What's been going on in y'all's worlds? I mean, shit, Matt. It's been what a month since yeah. we seen you. It's been yeah, about a month. It's wow. Been, what? I was it's having withdrawals. Month. Huh? I was having withdrawals. Oh yeah, dude. I'm like banging that good black tar, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if that's racist or drug-induced. <laughs> think it's a little bit of both. Oh, well. You know. Oh, yeah. Going, uh, I shop where, where you're privileged. So, you know. <laughs> Where's that? Target. Ah, yeah, yeah. That fits. Black tar. Get. Whoa. <laughs> what? I was just Whoa. trying to make, I was wordplay, man. We did wordplay last week. Hey, Delete. at least it isn't Whole Foods. <laughs> Dude. Sprouts, I think, is the worst. Is it? I think so. At least I won't walk out of Sprouts on a traditional basis having spent $100 on four items. You might. Not. Depends on what you're buying. Not comparative to me. I mean, hell, it's no uh, Trader Joe's or nothing, but shit. It, I'll still walk out of there spending a lot less. See, I'm a creature of habit. I'll drive right by a fucking Sprouts, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Kroger, all the other things. Because I'm a Publix man. Mm. And there's one super close to the house. Well, actually, there's a lot of shit super close to the house. But I've been uh, patronizing one particular Publix for years. And the only thing that's going to get me to walk in and try any other place is if those fuckers rearrange their store one more goddamn time. I swear to God, you get... You get, I, I literally, I write the list. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Here's a little uh, um, moment of honesty. Uh, feel free to judge. I'll make out my shopping list based on where the shit is in the store. There's nothing like, wrong with that. Like, I, no. I, in my mind, I'm like, I know. Okay. I'm going to start with bacon because it's at yeah, the front I mean, on the, the right. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then I go, ooh, what's on that aisle? Beer. Bacon and beer. And then, and then I'm like, oh, and I just mentally go through the store, write it out. And then uh, all of a sudden, one day you go in there, list is fucked because yeah. the aisles are fucked. And yep. then they added wrong ways and one ways and don't look at that for too long because you'll give it a disease. And if you're in the store for more than 20 minutes, you're going to get uh, little Fisolades. And I'm just like, all I wanted was one can of Pam or, you know, a thing of dog treats. And now 
Now I can't find them. You, you must guys be are smart. you guys are suckers and losers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Aldi, man. Aldi all day. Aldi oh, all day. You don't have your quarter. All these, you don't Aldi. have your quarter purse, Doug. Quit telling me you're Look, Aldi all day. Aldi do you, do you have day. change? Do you have change so that you can get the carts? I do. You're supposed to have your quarter purse if you're Mister Aldi. Or I don't know. I don't have a quarter Aldi. purse. I don't do that. I don't think but. I even have change anymore. I went to a coin store like three months ago, and ever since then I haven't seen a dime. I have a shitload no. of change. We have a shortage, apparently, and we have 2020 quarters being pushed out somewhere. Yeah, made out of 10. Did yeah. you ever use your change receipt? Dude, yeah, it worked. Really? Yeah. Oh, but, they actually but, honored it? But I still have yet to get another one. So it was literally by the jail, right mm-hmm. up the street up here. Yeah. And every other place that I've gone to, I'm not going to say names of this gas station, because <laughs> I go to that gas station a lot, never got another one. Yeah, but that's because it. there's no change shortage. It was all bullshit. It's no, bullshit. I, I am seeing a lot of these uh, signs put up at a lot of fast food places and a few other places. Not saying they're not doing the change receipt. However, they're saying we will only accept correct change or debit or credit. Hadn't run into it anywhere. That's because I eat fast food every day. I pay with cash. They give me my change. I, I, I even if it had a sign, I wouldn't pay any attention to it because it's bullshit. <laughs> I know it's bullshit, so I wouldn't. You know, I look. I, I was in a bank. This is no shit. I was in a bank probably two weeks ago, and this lady came in with probably a hundred and fifty dollars in change that she was changing in mm-hmm. to the bank, giving to the bank. She said to the teller. This is for the change shortage to help you out during the change shortage. The teller said back to her, we haven't seen any change shortage. We get our order every week. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that alone tells you that it's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. The Fed is acting like the Grinch right now. It's like, we're going we're gonna to collect all your change and take it up to our shop in Washington and yeah. scrub them yeah. clean of coronavirus. Yeah. And, mm. and scrub all the silver off. And, and that's <laughs> what they're doing. We're man. They're, it down. Look, if there's a coin shortage, the only reason there's a coin shortage is because the U.S. government is taking your coins and scraping all the metal that is precious in it, which there's not much left. Right to tell you the truth. But there is some. There's some silver still in, in coins yeah. up to this year. Because I guarantee you, that 2020 quarter I have in my van right now, <laughs> that fucker's plain tin. It's, it's tin with maybe some fucking chrome chrome spray paint sprayed over it. Wow. You know, make it look fucking shiny like a quarter. But that's what that's what they're doing. They're, you know, they ran out of money. They squander. They squander. And it's... It's all our money. That's a, you know, it's it's crazy. It's fucking insane. It looks good. And though. then they tell you, oh, you can't have coins. We have a coin shortage of your money. Hmm. Hmm. What does that mean? Hard hmm. to say, Doug. Hard to say. All yeah. I know is it hasn't affected me in a single fucking bit. Me either. Except I will say, and I pay with cash. That's, that's see, and I don't. I don't pay with cash for anything ever. In fact, uh, I was, I was trying to get my tag renewed and uh i I try to do it all online because you know the the, the, everything's all fucked up if you have to go somewhere where it involves face-to-face or person-to-person this and stand over there and you know don't cough if you do we'll beat you we the d the dmv has its own swat team we will take you outside and pummel you to death and then call it covid but so i was like i just don't want to fuck with any of that 
So I went online, paid for it, and then I'm like, oh yeah, but I still need a fucking sticker. Right. So that I don't get uh, pulled out of my truck and uh, right. beat to death right. and then die of COVID. <laughs> Tag COVID. <laughs> so I'm all paid up, but I'm like, we're now in September. My birthday was in August. I don't want to be attracting the negative attention. You know, where's my sticker? So... Luckily, there's a uh, there's a tag office not too far away yeah. in our county where with a vending it, machine. Well, no, where it has drive up bank teller style yeah. service. So I go there and I I give the man my papers and I say, "Give me my sticker, bro. It's already paid for." Yeah. And he said, "Nah, man, we can't do that. We don't we don't make the stickers here." And I'm like, "Bullshit! You got a drawer of them. Just write my name on it. Give it to me." And then he said something to the effect of, "Well, you're all paid up." But if you want me to be able to give you your actual registration, that's $1. You still owe $1. And you can pay for it here, but it has to be cash because we don't accept debit on anything under $5. Yeah, see? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't have cash. So I guess I'll just take my chances. And then he kind of, we had to stare off and he was just like, is there anything else I can help you with? I'm like, I haven't found the first thing you've helped me with. Well, yeah. yeah see, when, mine was in April. My, my birthday was in April. Yeah. And uh, everything was shut down and shit. And I got mine out of a vending machine. There's a vending machine at the same tag place that yeah. you're talking about. You go inside. There's a vending machine there. You stick your license in. It reads all your shit off your license. That's incredible. Boom. Yeah, I, and I got my tag. Got I will, my tag. I will say this, and this is something that exists, I think, in a bunch of large cities, or at least metroplexes, is you have to get emissions done on your yes. vehicle. Yep. Yeah. So that you can prove to the great government gods that you're not polluting their fine, fine city air. Yep. And I did that. I followed the rules. I did the same. But thing. not a single place in this checkpoint, whether I paid online or even Asked gave the man, no one. No one gave a the fuck. The vending machine didn't either. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I'm saying. When I it's, went and got my tag. Bullshit. The day I went and got my tag, I, uh, of course, went and got my missions done. Yeah. You know, paid, got my missions done. Went to the tag office. Tag office was closed. And everybody was freaking out. And I was like, well, there's some people in the lobby. I saw like three or four people standing in the front lobby part, you know, before you can actually go into the mm -hmm. office. Yeah. And, um. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing in there? And so I walk in there, and the machine, it was a vending machine. It said, if you're renewing, you can use this machine. If you're getting a tag for a new vehicle or whatever, you can't use it. Yeah, then and over there. Like, fuck it, hey, cool, I'm renewing. <laughs> so I jump in line. I got my paper from my emissions, you know. I'm thinking, surely it's going to ask <laughs> yeah. for the emissions stuff, you know. But this is this is what I think they do. You know, the, all the emission stuff is computerized. Sure. So when they give you that piece of paper, it, I think it automatically goes to the computer of the DMV. Yeah. yeah either you know that, or either that, or they genuinely don't give a or shit they, because or they don't care yeah. because they've run the numbers right with our big big government computers and said, oh well, all of the old vehicles that were po heavy polluting are all off the road now. Right. Every everything that we're really well, not all of them. Well, but I'm a just lot saying, yeah. enough of them. Yeah. So. I'm wondering if you even have to do emissions anymore. Now, I don't know because I haven't checked, but it was the first time I was like, you guys used to ask for this. Yeah. And well, now I, th I think no the way they cares. do emissions is uh, it's the model year uh, minus two. But like um, right now, if it's 2020, then the a 2018 car will need to get an emissions in 2021. I think that's the way it 
works. I'm glad we're just talking out of our ass. Cause I, I have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not not sure. I'm almost positive that's the way it works. Because I remember... I, it, it, I don't want to mislead anybody, Doug. It, People come it, here for fucking facts. I know, but look, <laughs> this is these are things that it's like the tolls. Remember that? Remember when the toll road? Remember four hundred? Four hundred? Yeah. When they were talking about taking the tolls out, dude, that that shit was paid for ten times over. Ten, yes, ten, fifteen, twenty times over, probably. And so, you know, uh, there's so many things like that. You know, like emissions and like. Your tag for your uh, just all kinds of shit like that. There's so many of those little taxes. They're mm-hmm. taxes. They're still taxes. You're Gives being me taxed, that. you know. And uh, and nobody really thinks about how much they're actually paying the government. You know. Yeah. And it it boggles my mind. You know. I will say this: the truck that I'm driving now is ten years newer than the truck I used to drive, and it's one quarter of the price to get that little sticker on it than it was for the older truck yeah and i'm just like is yours 20 bucks 25 yeah well Most, i guess technically 26 yeah. but i'm holding out yeah. that last dollar they're gonna have to come after me yeah for i think that that's one. what mine was was 25 i think the way they did it now they used to do the ad valorum shit you yeah. know uh, i don't think they do it that way anymore it's hard to keep up, man. Yeah, anyway, is. I mean, we're talking about weather vehicles. and tags. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, God, well, we're we're bringing it. I, I do want to bring up an issue that is near and dear to my heart, and that is boneless chicken wings. They don't fucking exist. They're just tenders. <laughs> They're nuggets, bro. <laughs> yeah, those are fucking sauce covered nuggets. Are, I love yeah. them. True Personally, statements have never been nuggets. made. I love yeah. me some. I love me some boneless wings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Every wing has a bone in it. Yes. Yeah. There, there was a video that I shared with the group last this past week. I think where uh, I forget in Utah. It was another city council. Well, you love these city council videos, man. They <laughs> yeah. just are rip roaring good they time. Are. They are funny. I feel left out. I think it's trending though, dude. It's like it's a. Uh, I never saw yeah. it. Yeah, you didn't see it. Fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was this uh, yeah, long-haired fuckers. redhead dude that was uh, petitioning the city council in his town in Utah to pass a resolution to stop calling boneless chicken wings boneless, boneless chicken, chicken wings. wings. There's because, no such thing. Yeah, there's no such thing. <laughs> no such thing. There's there's no chicken that doesn't have bones in their wings. Yes. And, and wings have bones and they are delicious. Yes. He said this yes. in his disrotation. To the city council. <laughs> yeah, he made a very good argument. We it will be uh, it's pinned it's pinned in our show notes. So uh, feel free to pull it up. Yeah, and, do that. I'm moving there. It is definitely. <laughs> and I think the guy was, uh, you know, one of the people on the council's, you know, children. Yeah, he was the yeah. son. The the one of the councilmen said, "Hey, just uh, uh, for full transparency, that's my son." And it was like, "Wow, this <laughs> must be a proud day for you. <laughs> you must be proud, Dad." Can he run for president? Because <laughs> he won my vote. He's actually got a brain. <laughs> but no, another uh, another video that's in our show notes, and you might be looking at it going, "Whoa, why? Why is? Why are they sharing videos that are about being pro-Trump and why they're going to be voting for Trump?" That goes that goes so against what everything I've heard from this show. Uh, well, that's uh, that's my buddy David Hollifield. And you have um, to watch the video. And his uh, his channel is Through the Muck and the Mire. He's got a little podcast going on over there. And 
he just released a 30-minute video uh, yesterday, I believe, titled Why He's Going to Vote for Trump in 2020. And just give it a, give it a look. Give it a look. See, I showed Doug yesterday, and we fucking died laughing. Yes. Job is, well done, sir. Wonderful. Yes. He did a great job. It's, uh, it's a beautiful work of art, and I hope that uh, that thing gets... A million watches. And we hope for more in the future. Yes. See, Mateo, you felt left out on the other thing. Now now I'm feeling left out. That's how uh, it goes, man. We pick and choose. <laughs> we pick and choose what we what, leave motherfuckers out of all the time. Fucking yeah. favorites. You guys play favorites. We're yeah. in the cold. We're just fucking guests. I'm in the bro. cold on all of this shit. That's all good, man. No, we'll we'll do a breakdown on the video later. Uh but literally I just saw it yesterday. Yeah. And uh was like, Doug, pull this up. <laughs> See so, what happens when uh, when you miss out on studio time. <laughs> I gotta share. I gotta share something with you guys. I, I feel like I feel kind of violated by Facebook because just because the way I view things, I swear they're listening to me on certain things that I say. Oh, they, oh, they for sure are. Oh, yeah. it's just, yeah. I, I just feel so violated because I want to see like I want to see just one ad that says "Register to vote to vote for Biden." Like I really do because. It, it always pops up with like Trump. Yeah, and I'm it's like, all Trump. I know, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like, dude. I've seen, I've noticed that too on Facebook. I've it, noticed it, are, that. Are you guys being racist? Like, is it, I'm just, <laughs> I'm wondering, you know, is it because I'm Caucasian or are you listening to certain little keywords that I'm saying? I really just want to know. I want to see a Biden ad. I mean, I just want to see how fucking funny it looks too, but. I don't know if he has any. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're trying. I oh, think no, I'm oh, sure he does, man. I, they just, it's just, look. It, that that shit is targeted what they're doing is i bet pennsylvania and wisconsin and michigan and oh, yeah. ohio oh yeah and florida i bet places like i bet you can see that shit all over it's all the over place it. it's all over your youtube or, or your facebook feed but yeah here man we're just you know a, a, a lot of a lot of people love trump here you know there's a lot of a lot of people a lot of people love him. oh yeah and i so, you know, it makes sense for Joe Biden to kind of not really target. Kind of take us for granted the way Hillary did with Wisconsin last time. Yeah. Well, let's see how this works out. Well, Fucking just, geniuses I, up there. It's just. I will, I will say this. I'm not really seeing that many Trump ads, but I'm seeing a shitload of John Ossoff ads. Oh, yeah. So, oh, YouTube. Yeah. So that's why I, I was going to be like, it's not yeah. like the Democrats aren't trying yeah. here. No. They're, they're just picking and choosing. Yeah. And I'm I can't I can't watch more than five minutes of something without a dweeb you bring pencil up, neck geek looking John Ossoff. You, you bring me. up something near and dear to my heart. What you oh. got? And I have to say this: if anybody wants marijuana legalized soon in this country, put the Democrats in control of the Senate. Preach. That is <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying this is a. This is a thing. I read an article with Ed Markey. You know, he's the guy that beat the Kennedy up in Massachusetts. He said in this interview about the legalization of marijuana, he said the next time that the Democrats have control of the Senate, marijuana is on the bill. The very next time. He said that there's so much support for it right now. And so this is a message to all the Trump people. Yeah, go ahead, vote for Trump. Let him be the president, but put a Democrat in the Senate. Come on, man. We need legal weed. All this Black Lives Matter shit and all this, a lot of this shit goes away with legal weed. A mm -hmm. lot of it does. Mm -hmm. Not all of it. Not all of it. But a lot of it goes away. 
And according to this interview, the the only party that even really gives a shit about it in D.C. are the Democrats, and they need the Senate to do it. So, you know, I don't know. That's neither here or there, but I believe it. I kind of think, uh, you know, if uh, Trump is trending down towards the uh, November election here, it would not shock the hell out of me if he comes out with an executive order and being being like, but he it's legalized. But he can't do that. Not with an executive order. That has to be voted on in the Senate and the House. Well, they are already trying to vote on making sure it's not a title. Um, what what are the he you know, can't schedule strike one? down a schedule law. one that's, that's schedule the, one people people think that the the president cannot strike down a law. They don't have the power to do that, and that, that's why Obamacare is still a thing. Yeah, believe me, if Trump could strike down a law, that's the very first thing he would. Well, I will say this. I think uh, if Trump still wants to stand by his stance of draining the swamp, the best way to do it is just get everybody in Congress super fucking high. Yeah. And then they'll all realize how ridiculous their job is. Yeah. And maybe they'll just all quit. Yeah, maybe they'll just leave. I don't and, know, man. I, I guarantee Matt Gates is uh, definitely inhaled. Well, and that takes us into our first topic of the evening, Uh there's a, I guess you can call it a documentary. It's kind of just like a, yeah, fuck it. We'll call no, it a documentary. No, it is a documentary. It's uh, on HBO that came out, I guess, within the past month called The Swamp. And it's basically a uh, expose on, it's, it's on HBO. HBO Films went and did this. And they go and they shadow a handful of congressmen and... We got uh, most of them are right wing. Or not, well, it's most three, of them are conservative. Yeah, it's three three Republican senators. So you got basically. Ken Ken Buck from Colorado. You got Matt Gates from Florida. You have Thomas Massey from Kentucky, and you also have Ro Khanna from California, who's a Democrat. And he's in there. And there's also some other Democrats in there. They get highlighted. Katie Hill is also in it right. at the end. But the grand project that this thing was was kind of spawned from trump's campaign slogan that he had in 2016 that he was going to drain the swamp and he was speaking on a lot of actual good things about right the lobbyists and 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 all the corruption in dc and how he that he knows the system uh because he helped paid into all that cronyism back in the day back uh you know basically over his entire professional life and that nobody knows the sister better than system better than him. That's why he alone can fix it. And ever since then, he's basically had more lobbyists in his cabinet than any other cabinet. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, so it was just another example of you know say one thing, do the complete opposite. But this two hour or hour and a half long documentary, I thought was quite revealing. If you're not mm-hmm. aware of a lot of shit that goes on in D.C., it was uh, it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. No, I know. It was a killer documentary. I, that's why I was, yeah, you know, I'm glad you guys finally got a chance to see it because yeah. it's a, it, it it's about what I rail about every week on here is the criminals in Washington. It's they're all paid off. You know, when you have to, you know, they mentioned in there that you have to pay for a seat mm-hmm. in a fucking committee. Yeah. That yeah. is and then, so un-American to me that I cannot even and then explain it. And to then you. the way that you keep that seat is raising money, the amount of money. Yes, that, and not only that. So you have to pay money to be able to obtain 
a seat on a committee. Yes. And then the only way, now, um, whatever seat you have, based on what tier of committee it is, that is now the fundraising limit that you have to hit. Right. You now have to bring in this dollar amount based on your position in said committee. So you got to pay to get in just so that you then have to keep paying to stay in. Right. And the whole time... None of the people that are on committees are there based on merit. It's not a meritocracy. It's a it's a dollarocracy. Yeah, it's, it's money. It's basically, yeah. it's, money. it's a monetocracy. How it, much money can you bring it's in? It's a fundraising and so thing. All these same people that every four years or two years or six years, depending on what you know what position they hold, all come out and say they want to get money out of politics, get rid of the super PACs, get rid of you know corporate donors. They say all that shit just so they can get voted in by us plebs out in the real world right. in public so that they can then go back into their committees to keep those people churning money in exactly. so that they keep acting um, in a manner that helps the people that are paying them. It's the money in politics. Right. And I will say this. I watched a, a follow-up interview with Thomas Massey on a podcast, um, and he was on, it was like for 13 minutes and the interviewer asked him, so what, what are your thoughts on how the swamp was? Like, as far as the final product, the show itself, were you happy with it? Did they represent, do you feel that you were represented in an honest uh, light? And he said, actually, that's one thing that I got to really give him credit on. They did a very good job of showing exactly how it is. Right. He's like, I, di I didn't feel like they did any character assassinations. I know that when you were, uh, mm -hmm. Arona, when you and I were watching it, you were reading, I guess, some reviews or something about it, and yeah, they said it was a uh, it, this was an anti-Trump movie. And nah. I was like, I didn't see that at <laughs> no, all. No, no, if not any, at all. If anything, it was kind of like lifting the veil and saying, "This, this is how shit works. This is yeah. how, this is what life is like on Capitol it Hill." Is. That's exactly what it was. As we're following active people on Cap mm -hmm. Capitol Hill, and they showed, uh, you know, people give AOC a lot of shit, you know, mm -hmm. but they showed the difference between someone like AOC who is public funded for the seats that she has she takes no money from special interest she sure. takes it from the constituents mm -hmm. yeah and that gets her her seat on the committees that she has and then you take somebody like well any of the rest of them you know <laughs> and, and their seat was bought you know yeah. on that same committee um by special interest so myself i think the aoc way would be the way to go actually i think the way to go is to not charge money to have a seat on a fucking committee that's yeah. the that's number one right there you don't charge money for that you appoint people to certain committees based on their expertise in whatever the fuck they do yeah you know like yeah if have you, a meritocracy yeah yeah my whole answer is get all of the money out of government. Yeah, all of it. Yeah. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't need to be there. It, it, it's, it only muddies the waters as far as what your true intentions are and who you're actually working for. Yeah. yeah. And whether it's AOC being crowdfunded, which let's not act like that's not being funneled in a certain, you know, they can, they can still give their money to regular people and people, there's ways around that. That's why I say, to me, it doesn't matter if it's No, I'm just corporate. saying the example that they made in the swamp. Yeah. You know, I mean, if... You I'm with you. I'm, I'm speaking larger than that at this point, saying money in general, no matter how it gets in their hands, I want it out. Because personally, I don't give a sh I don't see a difference between a corporate donor and a private individual. 
who just happens to be the CEO of that corporation. Okay, now you just know who's donating it, but right. it's still the money that is the problem. No, no, I agree. It's with not that. the method in which it's getting yeah, in there. That's why I said that they shouldn't be charged for a seat. It should be free. Well, they should be appointed by fucking I, dude. It's so. And I understand government runs on money too, and that's why I want all the money out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, and I agree. I, you know, one thing that we definitely talked about, and I think we've talked about this on multiple, uh, you know, conversations over the years, but, um. It definitely was brought up after the swamp, and that is they need a cap on, you know, spending for elections where, you know, where you're only allowed to spend a certain amount, and that evens the playing field. Yeah. I mean, and, I totally. And if, it's all, and if it's all funded, public funded, that's mm-hmm. the way you do it. Look, anybody running for president, anybody running for Senate, all that, they should have free TV time. Just like, and Bernie Sanders said this, you know, this is, this is the way you get it out. It, you know, if you got somebody running for president, then give the Democrat guy 30 minutes, give the Republican guy 30 minutes, give the independent 30, whatever, give them 30 minutes apiece to state their case. And they're not charged anything by the network for that. The network is, it's a free you know, it's fu- fucking for the put it country. on PBS. They do yeah. that. They yeah. do that shit in India. But they, yeah. And, yeah. and if you and if you do that, if you make it so everybody is on the same, that way everybody's on the same level field because nobody's got any more. It don't matter what how much money you got because you still got the same amount of TV time as this guy. You know, and you make it where you can't buy private fucking TV ads and shit like that. That's the way you do it. That's the, the way, way I see it, it. The way I see it is if if you're you're the federal government and you're supposed to operate on taxpayer money, yes, and taxes, you don't take a dime more than what you're bringing in, exactly, which immediately forces you to cap your spending. You have to spend less than what you're taking in, and oh my god! But Jim, that means that we won't be able to do X, Y, Z. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> you're getting my point now. I don't want the government to do shit. In fact, I think we need a good ten year moratorium on the government doing anything. Just, yeah, but that's I, I'm. That's not going to happen. But no, I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Hey, this is a rant. Yeah, this is, is me. It wishful is a thinking. Rant. Yeah. yeah, America. Yeah, I, if, if exactly. But yeah, if so, if, you the know, swamp. The swamp was awesome. I, oh, yeah, I, I highly great. recommend anybody that's listening to us that has any interest in politics. Which, by the way, if you don't have an interest in politics, I don't know how the fuck you were able to find us or, <laughs> or, or stomach for the us. Last ten weeks. Uh, I, yeah. I'd highly recommend uh, the HBO uh, documentary I called do, The Swamp. I do want to bring up political podcast. I do want to bring up, uh, you know, Gates uh, from from that uh, from the swamp. Uh, you know, in general, I, before watching this, and I will say, still after watching it, but much less. I, I thought, dude, it's a humongous douchebag, and I, you know, it goes to show, um, you know, exactly how much politicians play to the cameras, right? Instead of their actual values or what they actually believe uh it was kind of heartening at the beginning of the documentary that um you know they they brought on uh you know uh rokana and uh you know he was talking with gates and they were agreeing on four uh policy reforms that i was like i can get on this shit please push this Mm -hmm. and it was term limits in congress nonpartisan redistricting commissions 
a lifetime ban on lobbying for members of Congress and a ban on lobbyists from giving money to members of Congress. Those last two alone yeah. would change everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, see, now that's the problem is you can have a guy, like you said, that you fucking hate because of his TV persona actually working to do something good, but you'll never know it because you just hate the the, the thing that you're getting blasted out. So yeah. you're... you're you immediately have division based on shit that you're not, you don't even know what, you just don't like the guy. But I feel that it's disingenuous for a guy like that to, because obviously he's not a Trumpster. Yeah, I mean, even though he backs Donald Trump and all that shit. If I don't you know. Look, His tongue was firmly lodged the, up uh, Trump's keister that entire. My, that's my point. Yeah. He's being disingenuous with Trump. He is. He would be that because, way with anybody who's in the but, leadership position. And and that right there makes him uh, 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 makes him uh, uh, worthless to me. Uh, look, it I, makes him uh, a you politician in You don't follow the leader. I, I, I'm, I'm not in that whole follow the leader thing. And that's why was cool about the swamp. They were saying that. They were saying uh, how the leadership uh, of all these, you know, the leaders, you know, they brought Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich started all this shit. He fucking, he, you know, he took all the power and consolidated it into the fucking speaker. You know, because he said, you don't have to be in D.C. to do your job. Go out. Right. Be a fundraiser for the party. Yeah fundraise for the party and that get out of dc i'll handle this and and that made and that made for just that uh, i mean it did he didn't make the swamp but he definitely broadened he the dug swamp. the hole yes for the swamp to be he, in. yes he broadened it the the cool thing about it is you you mainly stick with the three guys ken buck uh thomas massey and matt gates and i thought it was pretty cool because i'm a fan of thomas massey yeah, I appreciate uh, uh, that dude. Yeah. He's a he's he's we an need, engineer. He's not a lawyer, too. I we mean, need more people like him, uh, in my opinion, in in the Senate. But you follow the three of them throughout, and they kind of give you, you you know the starting point of where they're all at, what they're working on, a little bit of background, and it shows the kind of progress on what they were pushing, what they were advocating for, voting for or against. Right. And Thomas Massey, the whole way through, stayed steady the whole time. There was not any like, holy shit! I didn't see this. He 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 was consistent from the beginning of the movie to the end. Right. Ken Buck started as looking like somebody. It's like, wow, he had cancer, and you know, he's he's fighting the good fight, and he's saying the good things. And then once you start to see his him in action, what he's voting for and against, you're like, this guy's a fucking scumbag. Yeah. 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 Matt uh, Matt Gates. It starts off like this guy's a fucking. I, I already know who this guy is, and I fucking hate him. And then you find out, oh, he's actually voting for. A lot of the things that I agree with. Right. Sure. And then you have Thomas Massey that's like, this guy's saying what I want to hear, and he's doing the things I want him to do. Yeah, yeah. He's so the, he two, was two the one out of, out of all of them. It was just interesting that you kind of had like a swap with two of them, and Thomas Massey was the consistent one right. all the way right. through with his uh, solar-powered farm. And Matt Gates is a yeah. douchebag, though. He is. Oh, he's yeah. Supreme. So uh, and, and like I said, I, the, I think the thing that makes him a douchebag to me is his blind, loyal following of Trump. Because mm-hmm. Trump, dude, Trump doesn't believe in a lot of what these guys were talking about. He doesn't believe in They're any of it, They're really. useful idiots for Trump. Yeah, yeah. And a so for for anybody, any politician that uh, just blindly follows somebody just because they're in their party, especially the president, you know, that you should be more critical of the president on your own side 
than you are the president on the other like side. Like Thomas Massey yeah. was. Yes. Yeah, Hell, it, he it, got he got uh, primaried because he went against something that Trump wanted the party to do. And that's why I'm saying he's. That's what makes him. Yeah. Uh, out of all three of those. The the one that these are the guys we need, you know. I'm, I'm, and he 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 already said he said on on the uh, documentary that he's vilified for just going against his own party twenty five percent of the time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm telling you now, uh, if there's an Amash Massey ticket in twenty twenty four, and he's the engineer, right? I he's will... the guy that was the engineer. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he's so. an engineer, and the and the yeah. Yeah. See, it takes look. People like that. That's what I was. That's what I've talked about before on this. People of science, people of medicine, people of any any kind of background, even people of business. Those are the kind of people that we need to step into politics, but not be a politician. And and well, do they need things. to be they need to be strict and, constitutionalists, which, right, which right. he very much but, is. But what I'm saying is, I know, get the lawyers out of government. Yeah, exactly, get that's all what you're the saying. attorneys out. What I'm saying is, if if an Amash, Justin Amash, and Thomas Massey ticket ran in 2024, you have my vote already. Done and done. That that will be the greatest thing that has happened politically in my lifetime. And I hope that a lot of people watch the swamp and see what I saw, or you know what I've seen for a long time with Thomas Massey. He's just he's one of the good ones, and I'm gonna be really heartbroken if it comes out that he's a giant raving, you know typical politician douchebag it's gonna break my little political heart yeah well you know but anyway we are getting closer to the election uh obviously i think we're now like 50 something days or right at 50 days we're, we're about half the number of days to the election uh as we are days in riots that's how i'm keeping up with it now uh but you can tell that we're getting closer to the election because the stories that are coming out are getting stupider and stupider as far as <laughs> what we're supposed to give a shit about. Yeah. Starting off last week, Pelosi gets a haircut, and I'm supposed to give a fuck. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I don't give a flying fuck that Pelosi went to a hair salon in a city where salons are supposed to be shut down. What what, what am I supposed to gain from this? Oh, that she's a hypocrite? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. That's news <laughs> to me. Yeah. Get the fuck out of town. Like now I got to recalibrate my entire political brain. Yeah. Like I don't I don't even know why that was a story. Like obviously, you know, the obvious nature of it. It's like, yeah, sure, I get it, but it's like this is why people hate politics. This is why people check out on politics. This yeah. is why people don't vote. This is why everyone <laughs> is checked out while they're raping and pillaging. It's it's like the song "Am I Evil?" where he says, "Am I evil? Yes, I am. I am man." It's like, "Am I am I a polit- or am I a hypocrite? I am a politician. Yes, I am." So exactly, yeah, and, lines up. But I do I do follow it because I'm a glutton for punishment. But I thought it was just it was just entertaining to see Pelosi come out and hear her defense. Uh, it was a setup. They set me they up. Set me up. <laughs> Those salon owners are Trump supporters, and 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 they forced me in there to get my hair done. I didn't. They forced me against my will. They took my mask away. They I did. mean, it was just like yeah, the level of shit that she was trying to defend herself with. It's like just come out and say it. You want to live a regular, normal life like the rest of us that you're not allowing. That makes you suck. So just don't suck. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. hard. Allow other people. Here, here's the thing, politicians. 
allow your constituents to live in the same way that you choose to live, and that is by however the fuck they choose. It's not hard. Get your get your knee off our neck. <laughs> I know that's a pretty popular phrase going around. But just okay, so you got that dumbass story that I don't really give a shit about. And then another story comes out that uh, Andrew Cuomo is launching threats at Trump, basically saying, if you come to my city, you better come with an army army. because you're saying bad things about my city. And I just got one question, and we'll dig into this in a minute because I know Arona would probably like to say something on this. I'm just going to say this real quick. What would he need an army for, first? And secondly, who would he be combating? Because from what I'm hearing... Everyone's getting the fuck out of New York. You can't even get a U-Haul right now. Uh, no. And I've heard this from multiple... Okay, this is hearsay alert. Hearsay alert. I've heard this from people. I haven't read it anywhere. I haven't looked at the numbers. But from people that live in New York, they're saying you cannot find a U-Haul to get your shit out of the city. You're So many people are leaving. There's no U-Hauls available. Yeah. Now, if you're moving, if you're moving to New York... The prices are cheap as shit. They've dropped their prices. U-Hauls are like, yeah, please. 200 bucks. Yeah, you $14. Can, you can take this bitch from Charlotte right to fucking <laughs> Chinatown. We don't give a shit. Go $14 in there. $14 free miles. We'll give you free miles. But if you're in New York, it's over $1,000 for a U-Haul, and there's none to be found. There's lines like hours long to try to get in to see if there's a U-Haul for people to m- flee the fucking city. So what you're saying is people are leaving New York. Yeah. By the droves. Yeah, and yeah, I I did want to make a comment because, you know, with Cuomo, uh, you know, sure, if taken out of content or context, his comments can sound very damning, like he's threatening the president. I mean, it, there is still, in a way, I guess, you know, Jim said, you, you know, when I was talking to him about this, that it's still a threat, which I'm not sure you know, I necessarily agree with it. I think it's more understanding New Yorkers. And I mean, he basically said Trump just would not be accepted back in that town. It's, it's more based on New Yorkers and how they treat people that fuck them. And so he basically says he's going to walk down the street in New York, forget bodyguards. He better have an army. If he thinks he's going to walk down the street in New York and, um, I mean, basically, yeah, you know, up front, that's damning. But like I say, he's talking about the people of New York and how th- seriously uh, they take individuals in their state and who try to uh, pretend that they're, you know, a major part of their state, which he is, of course. I mean, he's contributed a lot of, well, <laughs> this could be debated, tax money or whatever to the state. But I, I you know, I do think that uh, his comments were grossly taken out of context. Fuck Cuomo. Oh, I don't like the dude. Fuck (laughs) Trump. Fuck Massey. Fuck Buck. (laughs) And fuck Matt Gates. Are we going to go down the whole list? Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. Fuck Pelosi. Fuck McConnell. And that is your deep and insightful (laughs) Doug. That's me. Fuck them all. No, yeah, all politicians. So, taken out of context or not, like I said, uh, it would be it'd be one thing if I said, "Hey, if you go to Alabama, you're going to need an army." Now, that's not really a threat because I'm not in charge of Alabama. I don't live there. I'm not. I'm not saying that from 
being in Alabama. Right. But if I said, if you come to my county, you're going to need a fucking army. That's not maybe not you directly saying you're going to do anything, but you're kind of lending to bad shit is likely going to happen to you. And I'm not saying anything in the, you know, against that. In fact, it wouldn't be too far reaching to say that uh, Cuomo totally wouldn't be not, well, not okay if that I, did happen. I would certainly say if it was flip flopped and Trump had said it. That would have gone up in five seconds. People would have been at arms and saying that he's inciting violence. So yep. I will make that point. And, and and we'll get to something that Trump allegedly maybe possibly did say and how people are reacting. But real quick, just I want to hammer this home. This whole because now Biden and the Democrats are out saying that the riots are bad. Violence is bad when they were not saying any of that shit in the DNC or really up until last week. Now the polls are showing. Don Lemon even came out on CNN and said, we've got to start speaking out against this. It's hurting us in the polls. So for election purposes, they are now taking the stance that, hey, being violent isn't isn't the nice thing to do. That's not cool. That's, no. Violence is bad, okay? Hey, okay. kids. So now remember that. Now, now all of a sudden, riot's bad. Because uh, Biden says so. Sure. But I'm going to play a little clip here. It's about a minute or two. It's just a little highlight. Uh, it's a little, it's just a clip of a bunch of Democrat leaders, Maxine Waters and, oh, and a lot the of rest. Them in there. Nancy Pelosi's in here. Yeah. And I don't need to read an article to tell what they're saying, if it's a threat or not. I'll let you decide. So Kamala. Kamala. So here. Kamala. Enjoy. She's now, in there. I did rip this from, uh, I'll, I'll leave this episode that I'm about to play or this video that I'm about to play in the show notes so that you can see it because I am taking it from someone else. Uh, it's on the Slightly Offensive channel. But uh, here, just take a listen. I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take you behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face! When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. Who says gasoline station? 
and sadly the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before election day in November and they're not going to stop after election day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels. That this isn't, they're not going to let up and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. They sound very peaceful. I don't want to take them out of context, and I don't want to misrepresent their quotes. Um, but yeah, the party of peace all of a sudden. Uh, violence is bad, okay? Okay. Because Biden, Biden and the Democrats, they don't... We they they, they never face, okay? talk about violence. They've been against it since day one. I, I don't know why people are all of a sudden saying this is a new thing for them. Like... It's clearly, bonkers. clearly, somebody doctored all of those video clips that have gone back four years. Uh, this must just be something. I, I don't know where these violence, this violence is coming from. Women. Right. <laughs> 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 oh shit. I, I, yes, I said it. There's a lot of angry women in the world right now, and and. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm and we gonna, just lost. Uh, well, there's plenty of men in there. There's plenty of men in there too. I'm not saying they're all. They're all. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just saying there's a lot of them. There are. Well, obviously, that was a sexist video. They had uh, yeah. uh, women were over overrepresented yeah. based on violence stats yeah. in America. Yeah, and they're uh, well. It's because they they're more violent. They're, well, they're the ones. <laughs> they, look, look. The things that I hear women say they want to do to Trump. I. I have heard women talk say things about Trump that I never knew that those people had those feelings about anything. And, and I've heard and, and, and I've was, heard men say what they want done to Hillary that I never thought men would yeah, say about women. Exactly. Yeah. So Same if, thing. If so you I, want if you want true equality in a level playing field, yeah, there you go. Let's this is what it looks there like. It is. How you like an equality. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of being taken out of context and uh you know, I, he didn't say that, or okay, he did say that, but he didn't mean that. I think the big story out of this week, and this is yet, uh, this is still under the 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 heading of how I know we're getting closer to the election, because you're hearing stories from anonymous sources uh, from years ago about Trump saying dumb things, and the the biggest one is this Atlantic article that came out uh, this past week saying that Trump. Didn't visit a uh, a World War One U.S. military uh, cemetery over in France back in 2018 because it's all filled with losers and who were the good guys in that war and all this other dumb shit and people because it's 2020 um, need nothing else to go ahead and make a very firm opinion about the guy based on hearsay. And I will say it's hearsay. I, I don't think he said it. I don't think he said it the way that they're saying it. If he did actually say those words, I don't think he said, those guys out there buried with American flags over them are all losers. I just don't. And they're, they're playing off of his very public uh, words about John McCain about how he did thought did think that John McCain was a loser because if you get captured uh you're a loser or something to that yeah, degree. Yeah, and that alone is uh, what the fuck is that? Well, from but, the president of the United States. <laughs> uh, that, no, look, look it, it, we're going to we're going to wind up on completely different sides on this one. Yeah. I guarantee because for one, I believe he said it. 
Yeah, I believe he said mm-hmm. everything that's in that article. I, believe, I, I agree. I believe every fucking word of it. I believe he said he did. He didn't want to mess up his hair. And why should yeah. he go to the cemetery because it's full of losers and everybody that went to Vietnam were suckers. And if they got and the uh, about the military parade, if they had a military parade, he didn't want amputees in there because yeah. people don't want to see that. Yeah. You know, uh, same yeah, thing that Bush, the, Bush and Obama didn't want of pictures of dead Americans coming back. All of that shit. All of that shit. I believe. Yeah, but this is the difference. This is the difference. Mm-hmm. He's saying these things. Bush and Obama would never. Uh, they would never say that. They would never. You look when you're the commander in chief of the armed forces. That's his whole fucking title. Sure, the president yeah. of the United States. You don't talk shit about the truth. I agree, and, and I and, don't think he did. And that's I think why. He, and but I believe it. I believe. I believe every fucking word he says. Yeah. And, and I would agree with him and, on that. And, and here's here's why I think this is a great thought experiment. Because I think the people that already hate Trump are going to believe every bad story about him. And everybody that doesn't see him as this big, bad boogeyman for the reasons that they're stating are going to look at it and go, ah, it sounds like bullshit to me. It sounds, you, you're, you've got anonymous sources that you're not saying who they were. You've got John fucking Bolton coming out saying, I was there. He never said it. He said a lot of dumb things. He said he didn't want to go because he didn't want to get his hair messed up. And John Bolton has this section in his book. But he might and not he, have been present at the fuck at where this happened. He John goes, Bolton might not have been there. He might not have been there, and Trump might not have said it. Both uh, can be true. Yeah, both. Sure. So if we're gonna if we're gonna be honest here, I think that you do have to be honest and say, yeah, if you're if you're already think that Trump says vile, horrible things, and you're gonna believe every story that comes out about it, I expect this to be just red meat and go, yeah, this just further proves that he's says everything bad that ever is uh, said about him because I've heard him say some bad things, and that's fine. That's and that makes sense. But okay, dude, I do. I will say I hate Trump. I do, yeah. but I don't automatically anything that comes out about him go. Well, there the there the fuck we go. You know, I give everything a chance, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I if the comments he made though about McCain did not torpedo him, this ain't doing shit. Yeah, this isn't gonna. Th- the thing that I also think needs to be addressed is stories like this don't really hurt Trump. They just don't. And if they do, they're short. And more people that hate the media will say, you know what? I'm going to give Trump the benefit of the doubt because I think the media is worse than but Trump. I, I, I don't say, I'm not saying it, whether it helps him or hurts him or what. Yeah. That you, you don't say that shit as the president of the United States. I understand. And you don't stand on a stage with Vladimir Putin and lick his balls. That those, those are the things about Trump that really fucking bother me. Yeah. Uh, those, uh, it, ain't, it ain't the grab him by the pussy. It ain't none of that. None mm-hmm. of that. I don't give a fuck about any of that. The things that really bug me about him are legitimate things. When he's standing there in front of Vladimir Putin, he had a chance to fucking lay it all out right there. And yeah. what does he do? He licks his ass. And that was it, that was disgusting, man. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. You yeah. <laughs> but see, I don't I don't know if I really want our president to go around and go start shit in public with world leaders i don't think that puts us in a good spot i'm not saying i'm not saying he should have started anything but he ain't gotta lick his sack every american president when they are with a foreign leader 
and and your intelligence, your own country's intelligence is telling you something, and you say, uh, no, I have I have no reason to not trust that Vladimir did, you know. And look, that is that is fucking treason. That's treasonous. No. And, and people I can and, understand and people someone wanna, thinking that, but it's and, not. And, it, but it is, man. And when and then if you add on top of it the shit he said about McCain mm-hmm. and this story right here, it just shows you he he don't give a fuck about the security of the United States. Well, Trump he is does. willing to fucking what? give it up. I, I understand what. Okay, with all the people that are now coming out saying this is fucking bullshit, and I hate Trump. If Atlantic comes out and has to retract it and say, you know what, you're right. We we kind of embellished. He did say who were the good guys in this war. He did say that, but it was in the normal Trump thing, like. Uh, World War One. It was a big war. I mean, people ask me all the who were the good guys in the war. I don't think well, that's going to happen. But I'm saying I've I've literally heard Trump say things in a live press conference, and then they take oh we'll take that sentence out and then we'll oh, use yeah. that yeah, for, for sure yeah. for sure. So that's why I'm saying unless you come out and say this person fucking told me that this is what Trump says and he comes out and he says he fucking said it and he puts his balls on the line I, I'm sorry anonymous shit from the media even though I do hate Trump well I think I'm that, not gonna bite I think that's gonna happen I do I think that mm-hmm. will happen with this well we'll see because right I, now I we haven't so as of right now because that hasn't happened I'm calling bullshit on any media story involving any politician, especially as we are 50-some-odd days uh, coming up to an election. You don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore, media. I don't give a flying fuck if you report things that makes me feel all warm and rosy. If you're not coming with fucking receipts, I'm going to go your bullshit until you prove me otherwise. That's all I'm saying. Well, media, uh, you know, video media. Because uh, I mean, I'm not saying, hey, online media is just as much bullshit, but the stuff in your papers, that should still be read. It shouldn't be make America great again. Make America fucking read again. You know, it's like you're not getting the important shit that we as a public need to know. All the investigative shit, nobody even cares about. They just want people caught during pe- press conferences saying stupid shit and that's all anybody cares about they don't care about the actual shit going on but uh you know real quick i do need to do a quick welfare check on matt over there um it's been a second or two buddy since you've uh said a word actually yeah I, i'm doing that on purpose we're choking oh, him out so- with politics talk that's why we're i'm, I'm saving the matt <laughs> section to the end when we get into when we I'm get doing into that on purpose man like you, you guys don't understand how annoying your conversation is yeah. No offense. I mean, <laughs> yeah. because it's a rant. Well, um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and put this out here for you. You guys are so emotionally connected to this, yeah, and none of mm-hmm. it fucking matters to your life at all. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I love you guys to death, <laughs> yeah, but none of this shit is even irrelevant in this room. Like, you guys have so much more to worry about than Donald Trump and ball sucker Pelosi, all this other bullshit that we're talking about. No yeah. offense. That's why I'm sitting here quietly. Letting you guys rant. Yeah, I wasn't going to address it because I already know where you're at. No, I'm just going to yeah. let you chill until we get to sports. What, what am I going to do? You just chill until we start talking about football. What, what am I going to do about our political fucking nightmare in America? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. 
I see it as no different. But thank you for the welfare check. Oh, I, of course. I see Good it as, looking, bro. I almost <laughs> fell asleep. I see it as no different than, uh, you know, wrestling being the soap opera for men. Chicks getting together and having wine night talking about uh, Vanderpump rules or whatever the fuck bullshit. That also has no effect on their life. It D- does nothing for them. Um, but it's, it's, it's the same thing that you could say about anything that anyone is passionate about yeah, or that is interested in. Right. The vast sure. majority of what people find interesting has no bearing on their life whatsoever. This just happens to be what we're into more because of what time we're in, only because we are in an election year, in the craziest year of any of our lives as far as a global uh, environment. You know, everything's so fucked and out of whack. You don't have concerts. Half the restaurants you can't go to. In some cities, if you go to them, you get run the fuck out. And the only entertainment's a fucking riot yeah. every night. Mm-hmm. So this whole year is so Peaceful protest. fucked. Yeah, yeah peaceful protest. <laughs> that, I'm sorry. That it, it's on the docket of things that I'm paying attention to because it's going on. And be, I think because it is divisive and there are so many opinions about it, um, I've got an opinion about it and I'm going to fucking say it. Yeah, sure. But I do appreciate if this is something that's like killing you, that that uh, we got something for you. I, I have like, something else for you. It kills you me too. Every I'm gonna week, be but honest okay. again. It doesn't bother me at all. I fucking love it. I'm gonna be honest again. I have no knowledge on the topic. Yeah. So everything mm-hmm. that you just said, I'm literally just. just Sitting in a room, but no lights on. I can't see it. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but like that's why I was quiet because if I said anything, it would just sound like Donald Trump agreeing with Vladimir Putin. There like, you go. You know, it would just be absolute bullshit. Yeah. And why would I do that? That's against everything I stand for. So I just sit back, let I- you guys enjoy. Your- Honestly, your conversation was pretty intelligent. You know, because you guys know about the shit. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I see politics just like I see wrestling. It's all predetermined. It's fake. Sure. People act like they're fighting, but they're not. They go behind they go behind the curtain and they hug it out and they go to dinner together and they make a shitload of money off the, the people that are being lied to the whole time. Yeah. I see it no different yeah, than that. Yeah, yeah, that's it's but, entertainment. But it's- if you walked into a room and there were three dudes getting into it about how Hollywood Hulk Hogan would have kicked red and yellow Hulk Hogan's ass because, you know, he was willing to cross the line and be a heel, then you it, it would mean the same amount to someone who honestly doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. Yeah. To like- me, it's all a spectacle, and it's just fucking mind-blowing how... <laughs> Say your prayers how and some, take your vitamins, little Hulkamaniacs. How, how some people are so into it. Because, see, here's the thing. I don't think that, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of an instance where WCW fans got together <laughs> and went and had a counter-protest against the WWF fans, and people ended up getting shot over yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Or NASCAR and Indy fans. It happened behind closed doors, and then WWE hit the map. You know. Well, and it turned out to be a uh, (laughs) it turned out to be a work the whole time because Vince McMahon owned both of them, and he was just like, "Ah!" and people were sitting there dying as they're fighting over which uh, you know which company was better. And see, that's Pelosi and fucking McConnell right there. 
They Whoa. own everything, and they're like, ha yeah, fuck all you. I, I think it's bigger understand. than that. I think oh, it's the uh, Coke brothers and Soros oh, yeah, 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 pulling the strings. But uh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying. I'm as far now. as legislation goes, yeah, Pelosi's the great moolah, and uh, Mitch McConnell is the ultimate uh, warrior. Yeah. yeah. His face, I need not you, dude. He he could take Pelosi. face paint, and there wouldn't be one crease in it because his his face is just as smooth like as a, a turtle. It's a baby. Oh, yeah, it's behind. a turtle. It's a turtle. But anyway, he looked like a turtle. So fuck that. Uh, they're saying a bunch of stupid shit. Did did do. Well, it's all great American misdirection. I mean, that's all it ever is. It's the same thing that we go through. Uh, I mean, it's all they want to feed Americans superfluous bullshit. So that they argue over all the shit that does not make any difference in your lives. So they can do all the major shit behind closed doors that we will not notice word one about. So I will, I will say this. Uh, both Trump and Biden did go vi- visit Kenosha uh, after the situation that we highlighted last week for a good hour at least. I didn't, I didn't do any timestamps, but we talked to... It was our, pretty much our whole episode last week was giving you the rundown of what was going on up in Wisconsin. And both Trump and Biden visited Kenosha at different times. Trump went first, and then Biden was like, I guess I better go if that's where, <laughs> if, if that's the guy I'm running against. The orange guy went there. Even though the mayor of Kenosha told them both, hey. Don't come. Neither one of you. Please, yeah. don't fucking come. Mm-hmm. Our city's been burnt down. <laughs> it's been under, you know... Way too much bullshit. We don't need your bullshit. Your your bullshit coming in is not going to solve our bullshit. It's like the NRA coming in the day after a school shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which well, they did, didn't well, they? Yeah. Didn't they come in? Yeah. Well put. So, coming out of that story from last week, you know, the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, the 17-year-old that uh, did a hell of a job. I, I will say so. His uh, his attorney has been banned from Twitter. Lynn Wood, the same attorney that we mentioned uh, briefly who represented uh, Nick Sandman and his uh, Catholic tussle. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the same kid, the MAGA hat kid who smiled at the Indian, his attorney, Lynn Wood, who said that he would come out and represent uh, Kyle. Kyle. Uh, he's now been banned from Twitter because Twitter does not support attorneys defending terrorists is basically what they're saying oh right. shit facebook also has come out and said that they are not allowing any pro kyle rittenhouse posts because they've deemed him a domestic terrorist right now it just so happens that also last week you had a very similar event happen there was another shooting at a protest where there was a guy who died in portland but the positions were reversed Oh, my. Oh, me, oh, my. So in Portland last week, you had, uh, I think at that point, we were 90-some-odd days into the riots, and there is a group, a quote-unquote, what is being called a far-right-wing group, Patriot Prayer, who uh, I guess had had enough of it and wanted to go show their counter-protest by getting in over 100 trucks and putting Trump flags on and doing a little drive-around parade through the city of Portland just to let them know we're still here. Fucking retards. Anyway, they went and did that. And uh, long story short, the uh, a one Michael Rhinoel. Yeah, <laughs> I get names wrong all the time, and I don't care. 
He had an encounter with Aaron J. Danielson, and Jay, Aaron J. Danielson, is a part of the Patriot Prayer Group, and it was outside of a parking garage at night, and this Michael dude uh, pulled out a gun and capped him, killed him, and then fled the scene. Now, there were no banning of stories about this Michael, the shooter, because he wasn't deemed a domestic terrorist, because he was on the right side. In fact, Vice went and did a full fucking interview with him, and you can find that on Facebook. Search it. It's there. Yeah. So, but the the interesting part about this story is it had a different ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse tried to turn himself into the police. He was taken into custody the next day with no incident. This Michael Reinold fled the state. He also crossed yeah. state lines. Yes. But this was after his shooting. He crossed state lines with weapons and was caught in Lacey, Washington. M- remember, Portland, Oregon is uh, in a different state. It's in Oregon. Sure. Where the it, shooting it, happened. It, you know, granted, it is only like 20 minutes from the Washington state line. <laughs> Very similar uh, from Antioch, Illinois yeah. to Kenosha. Kenosha. Sure. There's a lot yeah. of parallels sure. here. Sure. A lot of white people shooting white people. Man. You don't hear much about those time, those things. But, Except uh, this guy was holed up in his apartment going, meow, see coppers, come and get me. And then goes out and completely gets his ass full of lead. So word, word <laughs> has it that they nobody knew who this guy was. Nobody knew who the shooter was. 4chan was working. And actually, 4chan identified him, uh, I think, just a day or two after the shooting. Because 4chan is insane with their internet sleuthery uh they're on it but anyway they found out who this guy was vice found who this guy was they did an interview Mm -hmm. with him where the dude comes out and says i did it yeah not only did i do it he's like yeah i shot him (laughs) yeah i hope they died i hope they burn in hell (laughs) it's basically what he said well yeah he also said yeah, if I didn't do it, my black friend, and he, he makes sure to, you know, put an emphasis on this, my black friend would have been, you know, killed himself, which is like, uh, I think there's tape out there of this whole thing, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Of the shooting? Have you, yeah. Have you watched it? Yeah. Uh, which I don't even know why I'm asking that question. It's of course I have. I question. saw it 10 minutes after it happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm not seeing it live, yes. I see it immediately afterwards. Did it appear that there was a black fella in uh, peril? Couldn't on- tell. It was nighttime. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, I couldn't. It was dark. It was dark. <laughs> I can't Sorry. verify. I can't verify. I don't know why you're laughing. I don't know. Oh, I, I have no I'm idea sure why you're you laughing. <laughs> but no, in all honesty, I never saw any. He didn't any, smile. No, I'm just. I, I never saw any black people in that video. I'm joking. Wow. I'm damn. Joking. Oh, damn. Oh, I'm joking. Holy shit. That one came out of nowhere. God, what, what rating Coming are we going to from the least oh. racist person in the room? <laughs> oh, man. What's See, the, that's the left side for you. Wow. Yeah, they'll yeah, that, get you. That ancestry.com, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're not wrong about just one thing, are they? <laughs> oh shit! Fucking so, Frenchy. So, so yeah, he 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 gives this vice interview. He even starts it off by saying, "My attorneys don't want me to speak on this matter," and it's like, yeah, because you're only going to incriminate yourself, which is what he did. Cops see this shit; they immediately get a warrant out for his arrest. It's like we got him, we got his name, we got him on tape already confessing. Let's go get him. 
But because he was in a different state, they get U.S. Marshals. They go. They they locate uh, his whereabouts, and they're moving in for the arrest. And uh, Michael didn't want to go, no. unlike mm-hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse. So he decides to have a shootout with the cops, and they load his uh, Swiss cheese him. No, that's you know oh, yeah. suicide by cop. From from what was heard by uh, witnesses on the scene. That there was over anywhere between forty and seventy shots fired, uh, and they a lot of them said that there were about forty shots fired from Michael uh, on the cops, and then it was just fucking let the bodies hit the floor time. Yeah, and so yeah, he did, but uh, th- and then there were some other instances, some shit in D.C., blah, some shit in Rochester. We'll get. We'll get to all that in a minute. Uh, the, what what caused it? The story is what caused it. The police doing this or that. I'm really not even. I'm not interested in. There's just there's nothing there anymore to me. It's a bunch of the similar videos. People are seeing something that to me didn't happen, and therefore they go and go ham on the town. And in, and kids, if you're ever in a shootout with the police, conserve your ammunition, and you'll live longer. Why would you say once that last bullet is fired, (laughs) you're a goner. You're a goner. You'll live live longer. So conserve your ammo. And uh, that's basically. Why don't we just say, hey, kids, don't get in a shootout with police officers. You could say that. (laughs) I'm going to come out and say I'm not giving any advice on how you should. (laughs) But nobody's nobody's uh, nobody's listening to to, hey, kids, don't have shootouts with cops. (laughs) Nobody's listening to that one. Yeah, that seems to. They seem to miss that detail. Yeah, they do. They seem to miss the whole law and order part of law and order. And then, you know, I'm just going to run through some things real quick. The NFAC, those fucking retards, the Not Fucking Around Coalition, went back to Louisville uh, yesterday because they they made a, a threat a month ago that they were going to come back to Louisville and, uh, and if the cops hadn't made the right decision that they were going to burn this fucker down. Uh, Louisville still standing. Jim, they didn't do shit. it's uh, Louisville. <laughs> no, it's no, it's Louisville. Louisville, yeah. That's sorry, Louisville. My bad. It's that My town bad. in Kentucky that y'all hey. know the baseball bats come from. My yeah. name is Mitch McConnell. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. You've been in Arizona too long, sir. You tried, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you tried way too hard. It was good. I like it. So yeah, thanks, no, man. <laughs> a lot of this, uh, you know, a lot of this last week was super boring. Sure, nothing happened in Louisville. NFAC are still retards um protesters are still morons but now the media is saying the same thing so i'm sure that i'll be vindicated now i won't get any disagreement um but it was just it you it's kind of weird now you're having protests you're having armed militia groups you're having shootings and deaths and all this stuff and i'm bored that's where we're at now. Well, you know, it, it, I know that's what's crazy. Even the Molotov cocktail catching the dude's feet on fire <laughs> last night. What are you talking about, Doug? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It is September the 6th. We did not mention the date right now. And last Happy night. Happy Labor Day weekend, by the way. Yes, yeah, Labor Day weekend. And last night, I guess it would be the 5th, the evening of the 5th. A Molotov cocktail was tossed at cops. Was it in Portland? It was yes. in Portland. It was and, night uh, one. They were celebrating night one hundred of uh, one hundred nights in a row. Yes, the centennial. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if you will, the centennial of of uh, fucking destruction. That's basically it. 
and, and I was uh, bored fucking shitless watching it. And, until what was, and what's wild is on the video, if you look close at the video, there was another Molotov cocktail heaved that went out in mid-flight. You can see the flame actually go out and the bottle lands and it lands right in a group of cops. I mean, right right there, bomb. Mm-hmm. And if that would have, that's what I was saying, if that Molotov cocktail would have lit up, you would have seen a massacre last night. Yeah. You would have seen a massacre. If it would have if if those cops would have caught on fire mm-hmm. like that dude running out of the fire. So, it, so it would have been a massacre. So real quick, Doug and I were watching protest footage last night. Yes. And we were bored shitless with it. Which was kind of speaking to a point that Which makes me happy. Which we can <laughs> we can be we we've had so many protests for so many nights in a row. That literally people catching themselves on fire with Molotov cocktails is boring us. That that kind of should speak to how fucked up this whole thing has been the whole time. And that's why I said we don't know what this is doing to us. But <laughs> So we're, while we were watching all this, we got so bored we started watching other videos yeah, that had nothing yeah. to do with the protest. We music videos. Because it was just like, whatever, whatever. And then I, I see on my phone that Antifa is setting themselves on fire with Molotov cocktails. So I'm like, well, Doug, we got to. I mean, we gotta look. Th- we gotta look at we this. We gotta see this. And we watched it. Basically, it was two groups of Antifa. It looked like it was a fork in the road, and there was, and it was, in a, and it was in a residential area in Portland. And this wall of cops was preventing them from going any further. And one of the Antifags said, "Nope, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it to the man. I'm gonna send it." And his weak soy muscles just. Uh, couldn't get it all the way to him. <laughs> and so his Maltov, I guess it was just too heavy for the little guy, yeah. landed short, <laughs> and then it it burst and exploded in his own group. Yes. <laughs> and he set, he, he set his own people on fire. Yes, that's what And he one did. individual who was in the dead center of this, you can see videos of it, and fuck it, I'll, I'll, I'll attach it in our show notes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the one guy that was in the middle of it uh, ended up getting his feet and his pants caught on fire. And this stupid fuck, you know, this is this is another sign how I know that our schools have gone to shit because apparently they're not teaching the stop, drop, and roll method <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. This dude decides to do high-stepping, you know, knees-to-chest fucking high steps right. back into the crowd of people. Yes. <laughs> and every fucking step on the road He's is little fire. fire. Yes. Little fire prints. Living fire it was adorable. Prints. It was. And <laughs> it was the funniest shit. I was dying laughing. Like, I was like, oh, thank God, they're making riots funny again. Like, this is hilarious. I wish they could do this every night. <laughs> and then they were <laughs> they couldn't get him out he just, was rolling around it was just a, it, it was a nice encapsulation of, of there idi- you go of idiots being idiots a hundred days was, and this is the be- this yep. is the best you can do is set yourself on fire fucking awesome dude happy centennial good job <laughs> so best thing about it there's some dude that says stop drop and roll in the background right before like they actually yeah, yeah, get yeah, it in control. Yeah. Best thing about that though is one, it's a chemical fire that's soaked. Wouldn't have done anything. <laughs> and then two, rolling wouldn't have done shit. Yeah. <laughs> all you had to do was take your, your shoes, shoes off. off. All he had to do was take his fucking shoes that's off. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I will defend kind of that if you are on fire, 
You're probably not thinking clearly. No, if you are on <laughs> fire, you try to get anything that's on fire on you off. Off. Okay. That, that, I did that. I think we've all caught each ourselves had, on fire. I've, I've been pants, on fire before. Yeah, I've been on fire. My pants, I've had my pants catch I've on fire. I've Burn up my leg, you know. You just got to take your fucking pants off. Yeah. No matter where, well, you know. I've uh, set myself on fire uh, in college welding. Well, yeah. I, I know you're like in college. Ooh, how did this happen? Yeah. Was it a? Did you jump into a bonfire? I've done that too, but no, I've I've caught myself on fire welding. Where uh, you know you're not supposed to wear denim, especially if, because it can get frayed, and that shit is kindling. I have a very <laughs> good welding story. Shoot. Um, my welding teacher, you know, this, you, you got to look at when I was, you know, when I was in welding school, I was wearing ripped up jeans, you know, fucking hair all fucking teased up and shit. I was styling and, uh, just a campfire's boner yeah. just saying, Oh my God, and I would love to catch that guy on fire. You know, cause I was playing music and, uh, but I still had to, I, I was trying to get into another profession besides painting mm-hmm. and I went to welding school. And I did this little welding thing, and the guy was, this was the, maybe the second time he was cutting, he was making an angle cut, and we were watching him through the mask, you know? Yeah. And he's making an angle cut, and my jeans catch on fire. Was, it, a, was he using, I, like, a acetylene torch? Yes, yes. Yeah. I have a whole, you know, I, my jeans are like, you know, you can see my knees. It's frayed <laughs> fucking fabric. That's yeah. all it is. And it catches on fire, and 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 you know we're all still. I'm still looking at them. You can't see shit yeah, through that. Yeah, you can't see nothing. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, I'm start getting hot, and I look, and dude, my whole leg was a flame. I mean, it was just <laughs> and the welding teacher freaks out. He was freaking out, and I'm taking my pants off. You know, I'm in there. Too. He's like, "Get your pants off!" Get your pants off. And uh, he's spraying this shit on me that they had in the in the thing, you know. But uh, it it did get me. It got me. Yeah. It, it, right right in there on my leg is where it got me more than anything. But, I mean, yeah, it's fire is fire. For you I mean, listeners out there, he was just pointing to his knee. Yeah, or my knee, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just under But it. the knees, you know, the knees are out. You know, you have fucking old jeans that all the knees are worn the fuck out. I've got shitloads of them. You were a fucking rock day. star is what it was. Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, it, 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 that, it back was... Back in the day, man. Yeah, it was, it was back was in the, the day. Way, dude. You know? S- similar story with me. You know, this was in the early 2000s before skinny jeans came back in style. And so everybody's pants had a little, had a little wiggle room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little sag. And, so, and everybody wore boots. I had to wear boots because right. if I was welding... Yeah, in welding class. Yeah. So I got... I got boots, boots and pants and boots and pants, and my pants were big and baggy and would drag on the ground. I'd step on them, and everybody had it. Everybody had, like, the, the frayed, like a wedding dress behind sure. both feet. Yes. Of just You have a little tail cotton. of frayed denim. Even, actually, back in the day, people used to cut the, the sides of their jeans right on the seam to get sure even did. more flare, so it covered more of their foot, so they could drag more of their pant right. on the ground. Yeah. It was like that. It was that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, I get you. And Ladies so, and gentlemen, I have to interrupt you. Yeah. He was rocking Jinkos and Doc Martens on him, lady. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Sorry, Doc ahead, we all know that look, and uh, <laughs> I, I wasn't quite that bad, but I knew a lot of people. Yeah, Jinkos are not welder approved. Nope. Not at all. But same story. Got the, got the shield got the down. Shield on, yeah, can't see shit. All I can see is that little bead of light that's you know as bright as the sun. Fire is <laughs> yeah. still not that bright. Right. 
in comparison, I didn't know I was on fire until I felt it. Yeah, that's the same with me. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt this great sense of warmth coming up on my left on my left yeah. calf, and I was just like, "Ah, shit!" I immediately knew what it was. I just didn't know how bad it was. Right. Yeah. Luckily, it was just like loose strings and just shit. your yeah. tail. Yeah, like coming off your pants. I mean, the pants were done. They were ruined. The whole basically from. About three quarters of the way up my calf down, pants were gone. Yeah. Non-existent mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Jeans are not flame resistant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Extremely flammable. Hey, especially, kids. Especially when they're all frayed up. Hey, kids. Here's a uh, PSA. We're getting closer to fall. And that's, you know, bonfire season. Uh, if you're wearing denim, stay the fuck away from the fire. Yeah. It'll mm-hmm. eat you. It'll get you. It'll get you real good. You know, something that we have been told that uh, we have not brought up is... You and I, Jim. Yes. We're uh college roommates. Yeah, so yeah. so a little a little bit of who are we, which uh yeah, we'll sprinkle in here and there. Yeah. You, you won't get the whole story. But yeah, Ronan and I were roommates, freshman roommates, uh that were uh just thrown at each other via computer systems. Mm-hmm. Didn't know each other before we met. Obviously, I don't know anybody that knows someone that they haven't <laughs> met. Words, ideas. Uh, deja vu. Yeah, but we were uh, dorm mates our freshman year. Yeah. 20 years, 20 years ago, last month. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. And I, and I bring this up for this specific reason. I don't know why. I'm seeing tons of videos all of a sudden about American History X. And on our hall, we had a uh, buddy that was known as Biscuit. And um, I was thinking about this all week. He brought a, a tiny little smile to my face. Um, because, you know, he's playing the movie and he has a black roommate. And so he's watching American history X and it's homecoming weekend or no, it's parents weekend, which I think is the weekend before homecoming weekend. And, um, so dudes, roommates, parents walk in or they just open the door, don't knock or fucking anything. And it happens to be on the notorious curbing scene. Yeah. Put your mouth on the curb. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, you know, they they open the door. Biscuit turns around and just looks up at him, you know, ver- just scared. He's like, uh, hi. And both parents are looking at him with a scowl on their face. And then the dad goes, American History X, huh? good fucking movie yeah <laughs> that's, a great fucking movie. that's a great movie oh incredible yeah yep so i, I thought i'd throw that in there i thought it was pretty funny hey i, I got a fire and, story and then he goes from that to death to smoochie oh i gotta go home and watch that it's an awesome um, movie see, I, see, I thought you were saying it was on this scene don't hold it up there Oh no! I don't no. know. We want that up there. No, 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 no. We're definitely off the air after Whew. that. Yeah. Wait, uh, Matt had a fire I got story. A fire story. Fire. So, so you guys remember uh, all the fucking idiots who used to try and do their own jackass videos? Oh yeah. Well, I was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, God, I want to say. I thought I was, you would have been one of those backyard wrestling guys. Dude, I did that too. <laughs> I did that too. Oh man, we're gonna need a special Matt segment. Oh no, yeah. No, oh no, yeah. No, please don't don't, don't be too kind to me. <laughs> um, but so 
my, you know, one, I used to skateboard. Two, I like to be a fucking idiot. So we thought it was a cool idea to get some slow motion footage of me lighting my shoes on fire. This goes back to our riot story. <laughs> um, so we used lighter fluid and it didn't work so well. Yeah. So what we decided to do was use gas. Step Very, it up a notch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we did was is we soaked the shoes and then we let it kind of sit for oh, a little geez. bit. Oh, yeah, very much better. You, know, yes. you have to vapor, let it vapor. sit for a little bit, you know, so the vapors kind yes. of, you know, <laughs> relieve out of the shoe. Oh, yeah. So I still don't have hair on parts of my legs. So I was going to show you guys. It's like here. And on the front of this one's like completely Ooh, la, gone. La. gone. Just <laughs> idiocracy, you know. Way, way more effective than Nair. But no, this yeah. is why I don't vote. Mm, <laughs> you shouldn't vote. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I thought it was a great idea. You know? Put gas on my shoes, light them on fire, do a kickflip, check it out in slow motion. That's going to be cool as fuck. That's going to look killer. I gotta Did say, you get Matt? to the kickflip? Um, no, it was mostly me running around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you speed it up so that, uh, and then add Benny Hill music? I will say I kicked my <laughs> shoes off. And I had shorts on, so it worked. Yeah. So. You pulled it off. Granted, I was burnt the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fire will burn you. Uh, gas burn fire you. will burn these shit yes. out of you. And the yeah. Chemical, yeah, gas will burn you badly. The, the chemical burn itself, it was so raunchy. Yeah, I've had, bad. I've had weeks. chemical burns. <laughs> What's I've had chemical say? burns with no fire. <laughs> Those are the worst yeah. burns you could, I mean, from, just from shit I've used over the years, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I... Uh, how, how did your parents react to that? All right, so my parents, bless them. Bless them. Um, they were kind of getting used to just fucking ridiculous shit coming from me because I actually shared the story with Doug. Um, I was a young misfit, you know. I didn't give a shit, and I was trying, I was trying new things. No homo. Um, but I took shrooms and drank a few beers. On a Halloween night, and this was about a month after this, and I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke up on the toilet. I'm making this long story short for a reason. <laughs> um, I woke up on the toilet with toilet paper in my hand, and I looked down, and I was like, oh, that's rough, you know? And I got up, and there was nothing in the toilet, so I was like, there's no way I courtesy flushed in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was walking back to the couch and saw the dead man's closet under the stairs open with the light on, and it... It smelled pretty bad, you know. Took a shit on the Christmas ornaments. Oh. In my sleep. <laughs> of course. And then I woke them up to show them what I had done. Because I, I couldn't believe it. And there's no fucking way if I clean it up or leave it for the next day that the story would add up. So I had to show them. So this was literally all in about a month. Bless them. Bless my parents. Mm -hmm. they, well, where, where did they go wrong is what they thought. Number one. <laughs> shitting, shitting on the Christmas ornaments. Yeah. And then, you Mom, know, you should have put a working bathroom under the stairs. Under the <laughs> stairs. It's a happened. perfect shit closet. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and no, I'm not even lying. That, yeah, my, my parents were just like, they're just scratching their heads like, dude, you were such a sweet boy. What the <laughs> fuck happened? <laughs> like, when you hit puberty, it just like, whoa, you're a completely different individual. And I was just, Fucking crazy, to be honest with you. It's like, well, one thing I did learn. Drummers. <laughs> you can't flush a Christmas tree. There's no... Yeah. There's no... Oh, dude, the worst part, it was Mother Mary that <laughs> caught most oh, of it. Oh, 
I'm not. I'm not making this up. But I will call my mom and put her on. <laughs> that you would be classic. I trust you. It's bad. <laughs> I just shared some really disgusting shit with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and now it is all online yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah, now it's gonna be out there forever. You're welcome, world. That's actually a funnier story, but I made it short for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on the feedback we get, we might yeah. have a longer version <laughs> later. Not well, really not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> not really sure what that could go either way. Yeah, I have no idea how it's we're all officially burn gonna... season, guys. Shit, yeah. It's always burn season here. <laughs> well, the one Yes. The one thing that always coincides with bonfires cuz I am a bonfire lover. I am a bonfire connoisseur. I've burned many different things in an effort to uh construct bonfires. Yeah, I've, we've burnt all kinds of shit over mm, in your house. I, I think it's amazing shit. I've I can range my materials, what I've considered and created to be a combustible. Everything from uh, a Christmas tree, you know, uh, limbs and sticks and even cut down trees. And doors. To, to the and occasional couch. playground slide, set of tires, roll of linoleum flooring. Doors. Interior oh, doors. Couch when Recl I was out here. Recliner. Yeah. Couch. yeah. Couches. Um, yeah, I've burned just about everything that would burned. take flame. Uh, I've burned it. I know. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, you know, you wonder what all's in the ground there. You know? Oh, in if anybody ever spot. comes. If anybody ever comes back and does like a soil test yeah. and they just happen to land yes. in that one spot in my it's, backyard, it's, they're going to be like, these people were fucking animals. What the fuck <laughs> happened here? They're going to they're gonna have to tear my entire backyard apart looking for bones. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, there's no human matter, cor correct? No. No. <laughs> no, just a fuckload of nails. Yeah. yeah. Just pallets. Of nails. Yeah. I used to get dump trucks of pallets yeah. dropped yeah. off at the house just to burn them. I'm, yeah. that, I'm that guy. Uh, I think if you asked any of my friends, uh, what I, if you had to ask them, or if you asked them, what is one thing that Jim is known for? I'd say probably six out of ten would say, oh, his bonfires were pretty awesome. <laughs> I had some pretty big ragers. Burning shit. You're actually the first person I saw use a blower to keep, to yeah, keep, to keep that motherfucker fires, building. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, there's Stoke a, that bitch. There's an art to it. Innovation. There's an art to it. This boy here doesn't fuck around with bonfires. No. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a fire engineer i don't like to put them out i like to make them. fire fire them fire. shits burn for three days i have had shit smolder for three days yes that is not a lie oh yeah yeah it's it's, it's there's been smoke but, for three days but i've never had a fire go out of control i've never lost containment and i've had shit where i mean it was touching the top neighbor did very large trees yeah your neighbor lost containment <laughs> we did have a neighbor yes that uh he's he he's was elderly at the time uh even more elderly now, if he's still alive, I don't know. But very old man, was suffering dementia, got hungry, and wanted to make some chicken wings. So normally, most people would just pop them in the oven and heat them up or, you know, whatever, and, and do it to it. Well, he had already been restricted from using the oven. So he was like, fuck you. I'm going to grill them. I'm hungry. I'm going to grill him. Yes. But he's also... Why was he restricted from using the oven? He had dementia. He has dementia, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I missed that part. Yeah. Carry on. So... Yeah, he, this day was a trip. So he was going to grill him. However, 
he was also cut off from using the grill. <laughs> Every time they used the grill, they would undo the propane and lock him up in a closet so that he couldn't he couldn't hurt himself or others. Right. So he said, fuck you, I'll do you one better because I'm getting some goddamn chicken wings. So he builds an outdoor fire. Yes. On the ground. Yes. Marca. Out of logs next to a much <laughs> larger pile of logs. <laughs> and he builds up this little fire pit using logs as his as his uh, structure to contain the what? fire and he puts a metal grate down <laughs> and he's got chicken wings on it, on it. yeah and he <laughs> just fucking burnt the fuck out of those chicken wings that was the first thing i felt bad for but clearly obviously it was a windy day and it was uh, it was about this time of year yeah. things were starting to dry out the area that he chose was right off the side of the uh, their driveway, and not five feet off that was a six-foot-tall privacy wood fence that belongs to my next-door neighbor. Right. The neighbor, yes. So he's building this fire. He's getting his chicken wings ready. He realizes the chicken wings are a lost cause, so he goes back inside. He's done with this. <laughs> Fire's still going. In fact, fire still growing. Fire takes over his fire pit. The wind blows it into the leaves, which immediately spread. And um, wood wood privacy fence, yep. oh, man. They go up in no time. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting on my back deck with a buddy of mine at the time. <laughs> I have my back to it. Didn't know anything was happening. Didn't even know that there was a hungry man trying to be a caveman back there. My buddy that's looking at me. I notice he keeps kind of glancing behind me, like doing that whole like head tilt, like trying to trying to look around my head. And so finally, I'm just like, "What the fuck? Oh my god!" <laughs> By that point, the the whole fence back corner of this fence is gone, a- ablaze. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, we got it put out. And the funny, this is the funny part of that story, is we had just had a new fire department. Apartment open a fire station fire station yeah. open yeah. near us right <laughs> they call the fire department they can hear the fire truck all the way from when it started when it, when it started when, <laughs> right when it left the fire all the way to the house yeah. they, they're listening they're up oh, there he goes there he goes you know that's funny as well this fire- segment brought to you by bam margera yes <laughs> the fire department showed up and they were pissed that we had put the fire out because they wanted something to do they were yeah. bored they flat yeah. out said oh <laughs> man this ain't this isn't a fire. It's like, no, no, no. I already dragged 300 feet of hose over here and we've got it put out. We just need you guys to ensure they maybe go talk to the people who started it to kind of, you know, make sure this doesn't happen again. Level shit out, maybe. But yeah, as my neighbor was on the phone with 911, before he got off the phone with 911, the fire truck was there. So I I haven't had many raging fires since that fire department or that firehouse opened up. Uh, I don't want to push it because <laughs> yeah, yeah. they, they can pretty much see my fires from where they're at, but uh, I'll still have them. There was a fire down the street. Do you remember that one? When the lightning lightning hit a house um, and I couldn't get in the neighborhood. No I, couldn't, I couldn't get back home. They wouldn't let me through. I had to sit in the cul-de-sac up at the top of the hill. Yeah, I had to sit there for probably three hours at least. Yeah. Before they'd let anybody go down the um, road. I do remember the drug raid in this neighborhood. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, I know you remember that. that, right? 
Got yeah. caught up in that jazz. It was a grow house. <laughs> that was crazy. No, it was a oh, trap beautiful. house. They were, yeah, like they were a, slinging everything. Hey, hey, our neighborhood is, uh, like like I said, we had the dude across the street from us. Hey, 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 was, we, we, we are a certifiable hood here. Yes, We've got all, we the sh- we got all the fucked up stories that you would hear in any straight up hood. Yes. Nice they days, have, though. They have all happened here. Uh, and we'll get into those and yes. over the course of yes. this show. But give them all away. There's right way now. too many stories. No, and and we could get lost on all that. Oh yeah. Getting back to 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 fires and bonfires. The other thing that coincides with bonfire season is football is season. Fucking football season. Yes. And believe it or not, yeah! believe it or not, gents, we're actually in an active football season. There we are. They, there have, we have had active, real, meaningful football games played. This is now the second week, and we finally hit Mateo's. Sweet spot. And this Finally, is why, I can talk. Fuck yes. And this is why we have you here. Without sharing inappropriate stories about my teenagers. We, we got we to hammer through the current events because that's, that's what this show uh, truly is about. These are also current events, but this is, more, this is more just shoot the shit. A little bit of news articles, a little bit of uh, updates and information. There has been some news in the realm of college football. We we talk more about college football on this show than NFL or Canadian Football League or high school football or this guy's getting scouted to be a three-star. We're, we're not that show. Um, college football is what we pay more of attention to. And so far, we've had a handful of college football games. The The season actually kicked off last week between Austin P and Central Arkansas. Ooh. And the... The barn burner of the year. Um, <laughs> Premier teams here. I'm not going to lie. I watched it, but it was just because it was football. Just because it was football, yeah. yeah. yeah you'd, you'd watch a high school football game right now, man. That's- now, I'm not going to lie. My old roommate, my buddy, Tim, who is a diehard just sports fan, he'll watch high school football. He doesn't give a shit. If right. there's a, high school. If there's a scoreboard at the end of the field and people are playing to win, he's watching it. Right. He'll go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, Hey, respect. And he's the one that told me, he's like, hey, there's actual football on tonight. And I was like, get the fuck out of town. I had no idea. So he was over. We were hanging out. And so we put it up on TV and it's on. But it's Austin P in Central Arkansas, man. I mean, so it was nice to have football on. And what did I do? I went upstairs and got my Nintendo Mini and hooked it up to my 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 other TV in my living room. We were uh, sitting on the floor playing Mario three. Play, playing Mario, yeah. yeah. Well, I think that speaks more to the fact that they gave me birthday edibles and Nintendo was just a <laughs> lot more fun than an Austin P Central Arkansas game. But football, back to football. Football. And I have to say this: I'm not really the biggest fan of college football. Yes, Matt hates college uh, ball. We got to work on this, Matt guy. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I hate college football. Please take that out of this he thinks but it's not competitive it is not competitive i'm so sorry to tell you this if you're not in the sec you're horse shit well that, okay? well, that makes well, well, the competitive tell me wake me up when he tells a lie yeah now, no, all right, now, that's what i told him my next part of this granted doug you you have an interesting argument to go with this this year in college football is going to change that opinion the way it stands in previous years Reason why I say that is because how many of these ranked teams that are supposedly the greatest thing ever in collegiate level football play more than three really tough games in their schedule besides Alabama? Alabama in the past four seasons has had the toughest college football schedule. 
of all. Period well, for example, end, LSU still making it to the. For example, the last year's national times. champion LSU beat seven top ten or maybe even top five uh, teams last year. Now that's an anomaly that doesn't happen every year, but that's also why they go down in consideration. I'm not crowning them. But in consideration for one of the best college football teams of all time, you want to crown them? Mm-hmm. Crown them! Crown their asses! <laughs> crown their asses! Because they are who they who we thought they were. Well, you look at Clemson too. Man. <laughs> there's a lot of ACC there's a lot of okay. competitive teams, man. Look, I mean, you made me happy as an Arizona fan with that uh, quote right there. Oh, yeah. that's a legendary speech. That's the same thing as playoffs. Dude, I, we're talking I, about playoffs. You just made me happy because I'm a lonely little Colts fan. <laughs> so, now I will say this: the ACC and the SEC are the best conferences in college football. And that's why they're still playing you a think? season. You think? Yeah. yeah and it's they, because I, they got a bunch I, of grown-ass men that ain't scared of no See, I would say the Big Ten is better than the ACC as far as a conference, conference to conference. I can't say that. I cannot say that. I can't either. I, I, really? I can't say yeah. that. I, I will put FSU against everybody yeah. but Ohio State FSU in that is conference. dog shit. Exactly. Penn exactly. State? No, they would lose to Penn State. They would nope. lose to Don't Michigan State. They would lose to Iowa. They're not good. They're just not. They were like a two or three win team. They're not. I'm just telling you the way it breaks down. It's bullshit, not competitive, and teams get beat up in conference. That's why LSU played so many ranked opponents because they were in the SEC. I mean, I, I and they beat everybody. I enjoy college football. It's okay. I mean, and I will say SEC is uh, usually competitive and awesome, but I'm much more in an NFL person. Now, if you talk to me about uh, college basketball and pro basketball, college basketball all day long in comparison to, you know, professional. But I just feel like college football, there's more spirit in it. Mm-hmm. Then and that and that means a lot to me in football because you got all these guys in college. They're trying to show you what they can do to make it to the pros. When by the time you're in the pros, all you have to do is stay on the fucking team. But until you make it to the pros, you're trying to get to the pros, and you're gonna fucking shine if you shine, and you're not gonna shine if you don't shine. The 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 reason why I like college football better because I grew up an NFL fan. The NFL was everything. You know, I I watched as many NFL games as I could. I watched inside the NFL religiously. I recorded Monday night football games just so I could wake up on Tuesday mornings and watch them because I couldn't, I didn't, as a small kid, I didn't stay awake long enough to watch them in, especially the West Coast ones. I remember seeing games between the Giants and Phil Sims against the 49ers on Monday Night Football in December and just being like, oh, my God, this is so awesome. Lawrence Taylor coming around the end trying to break yeah, Joe Montana's yeah. hip. It, yeah. it was fucking awesome. But that's also back in the day when you had players that stayed on teams. Sure. And you didn't have players Free playing. Agency. You, yeah. didn't have, you didn't have players actually trying during their contract year. You had an equal level of, you know, want to be there is what I got. You've got a lot less of want to be there in the NFL. And once that started to trend that way, I said, you know what? I don't give a fuck about That's the, the NFL biggest as argument much. between me and Matt. Yeah. I think free agency ruined fucking football. Mm-hmm. He thinks it m- turned it into the shit. I'll say this. It turned it into a more commercially viable product 
but it didn't do shit if you were a fan of the old NFL. Right. It ruined right. it. It ruined it, that. It, 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 it ruined it that. Ruined it. It did. Old school NFL but, from uh, the early '90s prior. Oh, oh yeah. All of that got ruined, and because you couldn't ever, you could never establish that again. Yeah. You and you couldn't like if your quarterback went down, you couldn't buy a fucking quarterback for the playoffs. You couldn't do that shit. Yeah. The team you started with was a fucking team you ended with. So if that's and what you liked, teams, no, I'm just saying it I, makes I'm, I'm those agreeing teams, with you, Doug. Yeah. So if that's what you liked, it killed that. Right. If you didn't like that, then it was better. Right. Simple. So back to college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this. What about transfers now? See, Bullshit. Now, yeah, and it's ruining so, college. Well, you're a college football fan. Die hard. That's never going anywhere. It's unshakable for you. No offense. Sure. But free agency leveled the playing field as far as competitiveness. That's why post-1995 or whatever, or, or pre, uh, sorry, pre-1995 in the NFL, mm-hmm. you had 10-year dynasties. Yeah. Yeah. You true. had the same fucking teams in the playoffs every single year. Miss that shit. Can we say Cowboys? Cowboys, Can, 49ers, Packers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was when you had to, the Dolphins, it was when you had to build you know, a fucking teams, team right? that mm-hmm. was a team. Yeah. That, 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 uh, you didn't have anybody shooting off anywhere else or somebody coming in. You had to build a fucking team. But That's what made it is, what it was. Is, is then. It just makes the level of excitement in certain games, especially when you don't have a team that's filled with giant stars via free agency. It goes, and what's cool about it, even with free agency the way it is in the NFL, you still build championship rosters through the draft. You have to draft a football team mm-hmm. that works well together. You can't buy success. That will never, ever happen. Yeah, the fucking Redskins but, are a... Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The Washington football team. The Washington Thank football you. team. Are, are, um, <laughs> are definitely... They are definitely proving that point. Yeah. Because they well, spent what, mad amounts of What money. I love is the teams that do attempt to purchase their championships get a team full of uh, just... Divas. Yeah. <laughs> entitled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Entitled fucking players. Yeah, yeah. And none of them want to get injured because they want to make their, and see, their max. And that's what free agency brought. What free agency did, it, free agency was for the players, not for the teams. Yeah. Free agency was for a player like, dude, I give it, even to this day, Barry Sanders, that was a football player. That dude, That mm-hmm. dude, his loyalty to a team, he could have left – under free agency, he could have left fucking Detroit any time, you know, for a team that would have gone to the Super Bowl or whatever, you know. He could, he have, could have went have to Green Bay. At no any time. And he could have walked on to any team, you know. Any team would have loved to have Barry Sanders. Hell yeah. But he, dude, he started his career there and he ended it there. And that is, that's a respect, man, that, that a lot of people... Can you can you imagine how have. can you imagine how an Antonio Brown would have been dealt with in 1987? <laughs> <laughs> they would have taken him out back and broke yeah. his fucking legs. Yeah, Lawrence yeah. Taylor would have just yeah he would have said I'll take a three game fucking penalty. Yeah, I don't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. We're taking him down. I'll lose my entire career. To yeah, take this guy out. Man, every time yeah. you mention Lawrence Taylor, dude, all I can see is Joe fucking Thosman's <laughs> leg. Yeah, I swear, man, that was yeah. that, that was the most brutal. And what was wild is I was actually watching the game when it happened, and uh, 
they kept showing it over and over. And 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 you just see his legs just go the wrong way, man. It's one of the most famous it, hits in football history. Oh my oh man, that was but, brutal. But getting back to the idea uh that free agency killed the NFL for you, which I'm more on your camp with. Like I said, it did make the NFL a more viable business. Right. Because now every fan base knew that they weren't completely fucking stuck in the basement for 10 years. And and a, a little kid from Atlanta didn't all of a sudden have to be a Cowboys fan because it was the only chance of watching a winning team. Right, right. right. So, so, yes, I will grant you that. Now, you were saying a minute ago, Matt, how, well, what about transfers in college? And I said, it's yeah, ruining college. It is. And I'll give you a case in point right here that hits my local little dogs, my pups, okay. with Justin Fields. Number one quarterback coming in the class a few years ago. We have him for one year. He doesn't like being a backup. He doesn't want to wait another year. Right. Shoots up to Ohio State. Immediately makes them, in fact, yeah. makes them the only team out of the Big Ten that's really worth the shit. Like I said. Now, if you take away, as a result of that, already at Georgia, Jake Fromm is gone. He's up in Buffalo. He's going to do whatever he's going right, to do up right. there. This would have been Justin Fields' year to take over. He didn't want to wait for that. So he left. So when as soon as Jake Fromm leaves, now we're in a bit of a pickle. Our next ready-up quarterback is just getting off of brain surgery because he had a brain tumor. He He's never played a meaningful down. We don't know what the hell, you know, can he even take a fucking hit? Right, right. And we also have our practice squad guy, Stetson Bennett. He's never going to be a starter, ever. And then we have our freshman who's also unproven. So what do we have to do? We had to then we then had to take on two transfers because we lost one quarterback in a transfer, we had to now take two transfers. And we take one JT Daniels from USC who had a season-ending in, uh, injury in game 1 of last year. He's still not medically eligible to play. Uh scholastically he's able to play, but he hasn't gotten his medical clearance. So he's an unknown. We get Jamie Newman, a senior, a graduate transfer. From Wake Forest. So now we're, because of the transfer portal, we're now having to try to utilize it to make up and pull in two quarterbacks to make up for one that made it out. And Jamie Newman, who is slated to be the starter, just now opted out. And we'll get into this in a minute. And now we're stuck with a bunch of unknowns and guys coming off of injury. All because... If this transfer bullshit didn't exist, then Justin Fields would be would our man. Transferred, yep. And I guarantee you right now, they already had Georgia slated with Jamie Newman to be a playoff contender, almost yep. borderline shoe win. If you replace him with Justin Fields, it's the goddamn natty. We're we're getting to the natty. Winning it, who knows? But we're fucking getting there. It, it, it was almost a guarantee. fucking T. But because of the transfer situation in college football yes it's ruining college football it also doesn't just help. like it ruined the nfl yeah uh, it's it also doesn't help to have to learn new playbooks and different d different practice regimens different coaching styles i mean all of these things that go into a complete team to win a title if you want to win a title you honestly need confidence and that comes with time man and i'm sorry here's another free agent bust Jalen Ramsey, look what he did. He yeah. goes over to L.A. They missed the playoffs for the first time in three seasons. Yeah. You know, and it's just 
And they're getting oh, well, the worse. the first time in the McVeigh era. They're, they're getting worse, yeah. too. And they're going to because of the egos and the money that's in that locker room. And it's you got three good players on that team now. Yeah, and you have you honestly don't even know who your best running back's going to be. No, it's running back by committee over there. It is. Well, they used Todd Gurley up. Like now he's on the Falcons. He's not going to do shit. I, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say this right now. I'm making a bold prediction. Todd Gurley is healthy, and he is going to fucking smoke people this year. I hope you're Atlanta's right. Atlanta's finally going to have a running game, but can they keep? Can they honestly play call? That's I'm sorry. The Atlanta Falcons have never utilized their offense to its full potential. You have the best wide receiver to come out of college football in the past 40 years. Yeah. Julio Jones is a beast, dude. That guy is, granted, he's getting older. Dude, but pro, throw, year, pro throw would have been the same way if, if, he, he if his foot hadn't got mangled, man. God, that was a, that to me, pro throw was a, one of the biggest tragedies in football because he would have been he would have been in front of Julio, so there, I don't know where he would have gone. But I mean, man, that dude was talented. That's I the mean, nature of football. I know. Yeah, Talk to is. a South Carolina yeah, Gamecock fan, no, yeah. Marcus Lattimore. He yep. owned that Lattimore. Town, dude. Yeah. yeah, he was a star. Yeah, that's that is also what makes football so fucking awesome. Yeah, is that the you, unknown? Yeah, yeah. Is that if you actually are trying? Yeah. You risk a lot. Yeah. Yeah. If you you're do. out there just loafing around, you can still get fucking cracked and get your career ended. But right. in leading up to that point, you're putting out a real shit product. Yeah, if you're really putting an effort in, you're you're taking a risk. I mean, that's Yeah. And, and the community and, sticks together too. Like Lattimore, for instance, he ended up getting drafted. He should have never been drafted after that injury. No. But it, they did it to out pay of respect, him. Out basically. of respect yeah. for what he did. He sacrificed his his legs. Dude, I think NFL. I think the NFL. The way it should be ran is no more free agency. You have a first string uh, price for everybody on the first string. You have a second string price. You have a third string price. Everybody on the fucking team gets the same amount of money. Now you can still do endorsements and shit if you want, you mm -hmm. know. But everybody on the fucking team gets the same amount of money. Whether it's you know if a quarterback's getting four mil a year then everybody on the line needs to be getting four mil a year on that first string team. If the second string team, if they're fucking, you know, and if you're second string and you fucking, somebody gets hurt on the first string and you bounce in as a first string, then your pay goes up. That's the way they should do it. And, and if, if they did it that way and they made it where free agency wasn't a thing, I, I guarantee you football would over, it would probably take about six or seven years but over that amount of time, you would see better football playing. Because right now, dude, all these guys are worried about is their contracts and not getting hurt. And and they they it's all they and when you've got that in your head, don't get hurt, don't get hurt, you're gonna get hurt. You know, something's gonna happen. Yeah. And you have to play with a love of the game that you don't even think about shit like that. You don't think that you don't let that enter your mind, you know. Yeah. You you you're you almost like superhuman, you know. And if you did that and you got all of the money of the divas and and all that shit out, I'm I'm telling you, man, I, NFL would be well. The NFL is highlighted a this much whole better diva culture. Yeah. Now, well, like like you said, Julio Jones is the best receiver yes. in the game. Yeah. And he hardly gets talked about. No, uh, exactly. 
And it's because he's never doing anything outside of the football. Right, you know, right. He's, mm-hmm. He don't have a rap video or a fucking... Yeah, he's, a, you know, he's on a bass boat. Yeah. 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 I mean, he yeah. lives around here. Yeah. I know people that are friends with yeah. him. Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's no bad story I've ever heard about Julio Jones. Right. Now, back in the day when we had Deion Sanders, there was... And Brett Favre. There were stories about them... All the goddamn time. Brett Favre was a fucking fall down drunk when he was in Atlanta. It's yeah. the, whole, the whole reason why he ended up in Green Bay. Right. A lot of people don't remember. Brett Favre was drafted yes. by the Falcons yes. to come be our quarterback. Yep. Jerry Glanville was here, and he was ready for that fucking hot rod throwing, gun slinging son of a gun, which From Brett Favre was. Which Brett Favre was. Yeah. And Jerry Glanville wanted him to be the guy. But at every turn, Brett Favre was just fucking hung over, just wasn't with it. And I can't tell you uh, <laughs> how many times my dad wrote Deion Sanders speeding tickets right here in the local area right. where they used to practice, right, right up the road from us. And, back to this year in NFL. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons <laughs> this year, I'm telling you, dude, like they could definitely mix up the South. Like it, They have a squad, bro. I think Squad. everyone is going to sleep on the rest of the NFC South, including the Saints, which they've been the darlings of the NFC South for the last five years, with Atlanta having a moment here and there. But everyone's going to sleep on the rest of the South over this whole fucking jerking off Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, which is basically New England South. I think they're all, I think all the players, all of them, I think it's going to be an 80% season at, at max. What do you mean? As far as effort, I, I can see that. I can, uh, you I don't know, buy that. I, I, I do, man. I, I do. I, argue I don't that. see. I just don't see them uh, risking getting hurt, risking thing in this year. I don't see that. I don't see it happening. I well, do. I do. I see. I, I see them playing mm-hmm. like this is all of their free agent it. years. This is it, bro. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't see that. You know how many people sat at home. During no, quarantine, I know. I know. And all they could think about, am I ever going to play football again? No, I know. I know. So, and it goes back to my point about professional level football. When you're playing at 30 years old, you love the game. Obviously, you're getting paid to play the game because you are elite, especially when you're getting paid. But there are gen- there's gentlemen out there, like look at Deshaun Watson. That mm-hmm. dude just got paid. Has any Did anyone see his conference? When he got paid? No. No. So I, I, we're going to go back to more local news at this point. He's <laughs> from Cleveland, Georgia. Dude, that man was so emotional. And all he could say was thank you to ownership. No, I thought he was from Gainesville. It was Gainesville. But I believe I believe it was Gainesville. Yes, you're, you're right. Okay. Gainesville, Georgia. Breaking but, news. But, Breaking news. It's Gainesville, Georgia. But regardless, man, it's how many people that play football – in Gainesville, Georgia, actually make it. Well, yeah, that's that it. man One. knows how <laughs> exactly. He knows how special it is, especially being in the position that he is. And all he could do was thank Coach O'Brien and ownership for believing in him to pay him handsomely the way that they did. That man loves the game. That man loves his ability to play the game. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that there's not they're not there like that they don't Mahomes, love the game. Dude, he's gonna play with a broken foot, bro. He don't care. This he is, wants to win. I he will say you'll you'll probably see a lot of sloppy play. Yes, in both college, probably way more in college, but also in the NFL. I've already seen that in college for yeah. sure. Yeah, Slop. and I think that with college they're more restricted. 
See, the NFL, you're not restricted. It's it's once the camp is uh, started, it's practice, practice, practice. It you're you're in that fucking bubble. But in college, you're restricted. You can only practice so for so long, right? So many days, right? And you can only work on development. You're you're so confined, and I think you're so governed in college. That's why it also is more interesting to watch because you're truly watching. You know, the team with the best talent is going to win. Everybody's equally talented now with free agency in the NFL. It's basically it comes down to such like oh he he turned his hips the wrong way just for a split second now that's an 80 yard touchdown like the air the margin for error is so small in the NFL that i mean i guess if you're into that then it's for you i i i just like college football because 95% of the players on that field are never going to go pro right it's spirit it's and all, they're, they're still playing for love of the going. game yeah that's what that's what they're playing mm-hmm. for they're not playing for money. They're not playing for any. They're playing because they love to play football. Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes college, to me, better than NFL. Because they're, a lot of those guys are trying to make it to the NFL. Yeah. And they want to show them what they can do. And, and this is and, what gets to a very interesting conversation. And this is where I will differ with Doug. He loves it because they're not making money. I say the college players should have the ability to make money Agreed. while they're playing because 95% of them are never going to be able to make money playing football as a as a professional. And I'm not saying you got to give them millions of dollars or whatever, but the complete restriction of no money while at the same time they're also not allowed to get a job while they're in school. Mm-hmm. No, like, th- this is this was my argument to that. If you're going to give them money, mm-hmm. give them all the same amount of money. That was my thing to them. If you're gonna give uh, the, the whole the gymnastics Alabama football team a fuck or the whole gymnastics team, they all get the same amount. If they're gonna get paid a thousand dollars a game or whatever, yeah, you know that I I think I don't think you should make the quarterback because he's a fucking badass quarterback can make two hundred thousand dollars when the lineman can only make. I say you let them earn what their value on the market. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I, I do agree that they should be paid, but I think they should all be paid the same amount of money. I think because they're look, you're they're going not bringing to in the same amount of money. Yeah, it don't matter. That doesn't matter. If, if you want to keep it fair, they should it, get their the, cut. The, the what team they're is in. what brings in the money. You know, it ain't just you can't just have just a quarterback out there playing a fucking game. Yeah, you, you can't do that. It's a fucking team. Sure. And, and when you if you're gonna have a f- team, mm-hmm. everybody's doing the same fucking shit everybody's putting in the same amount of effort you know so should the should the football players make the same as the gymnastics squad sure why not here's my thing i, I would say this they should pay college players one on their jersey sales put that out there yeah, you're selling definitely. jerseys bust them off a piece bro i'll go with Straight that up. i'll go with that okay. on jersey sales i'll do that next thing because there's so many players in college football that don't even get any light of day, mm-hmm. you should take a percentage of all of your apparel sales and you should divvy that up evenly between the team. Not the quarterback, not the wide receiver. Yeah, because no one's gymnastics. buying the left guards. You know, exactly. no one's buying a 79 no jersey. Right. Unless they're their number not. was 79 well, and, and, you know, that's their team. But well, she's paying him in other ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but even so, that, that that's unfair. So to make it fair, they should get individual jersey sales. Mm hmm. 
and then the team should split a percentage of the apparel. I agree. I think that the colleges would still make all their money on concession. I think they should also get sponsorships. They really well. Yeah, they no, do. open up they, the they endorsements. Do. Yeah, yeah, but the endorsements. I got yep. that's through the college, yeah, can, and that's know. why I'm saying in the end, football players aren't going to make the same as the gymnastics. Well, that's, uh, no, that's, that's why Look, I say I agree. Pay, I if g- you pay everybody the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they get an end. If, the, if if a quarterback gets an endorsement, yeah, that's between him and the company. Exactly. That's between, and, and he makes more money, yeah. But everybody on the team is getting the same amount of money yeah, from the college. A baseline. Yes, from the college. That's fine. That's and, fine. And then anything else is from outside the college, like what you're saying, like jerseys or fucking, you know, yeah. using their likeness in a video game or whatever. Which is coming back <laughs> next year. Whatever. Uh, that has that argument oh, has nice. been yeah. So the the uh, uh, what is it the the rights of likeness yes. or whatever mm-hmm. that's been that's been lifted. Expect NCAA football games starting next year. Right. God willing, and the world doesn't blow up. But I think my uh, my overall argument is I've heard so many people argue so intently and so aggressively against any college anybody making any money off of their athletics because they're getting a free scholarship and i i hear you but why why stop there why can't why are you restricting what somebody else is quote unquote worth why are you in control of the value of someone else and they don't look at it that way. They right. say they're getting compensated because they get free college. Well, not well, who, all of them are, though. But who says... Either. They but don't who, have food in their fridge most times. Do you? I'm yes. not making a very good point here. My point is, a lot of schools, especially this year where they're shutting down football, are also going to lose their softball team, their soccer yep. team, their baseball team, yep. their... Gymnastics. Everything all, else, because yep. football funds the rest of uh, them. You're right. Right. So there's a value there. That people are already, it's hundreds of millions of dollars worth. The ticket sales alone? Without the kids, you don't have that. So for for the argument against it, and I'm not saying anyone here is saying it, but to try to play the other side of this tale, where people are saying college kids shouldn't make any money if they're getting a free ride. I'm like, that's just fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Because you're, you're acting like that kid's going to go get an engineering degree and go work for NASA. It's not going to fucking happen. Mm-hmm. It's not. Whatever they end up getting paid off of is basically going to be due to their physical fucking talents. And right. let's not act like they're, you know, scholastic geniuses. Well, and if you have the ability to go out there and get injured for your team and be used up on, I mean, and making them all this coin in the process, you should be able to make some money from it. I'm, you know, a lot of these pay- people are not going on to be pro. They call it a stipend. That's all they got to do. Yeah, is make a stipend for all the players, football, soccer, baseball, all the athletes in college. You know, give them five hundred thousand bucks a fucking. I say give them what, whatever a dollar amount that is in, uh, that's the ratio. Based on what they bring in, well, if that well, no, you do that off of the fucking like you said, the jerseys and the fucking endorsements and shit like that, because that's who they're gonna go after. They're gonna go after the people that are bringing the shit in. Yeah, that's it. so they're gonna make their money off of that. I also think it should be realistic. Like, I think you should teach these college kids how to grow into adulthood on a normal salary. So, whatever lower to middle middle class is making weekly is what these college players should learn to make. Yeah. 
Like 500 bucks a week 500 a game. bucks a week yeah. is exactly where I was. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because they're going to know how to budget accordingly on 42 bucks a day. Yeah. And then when they sign the $50 million mm-hmm. deal, they they're don't so go and grateful. blow their money. Yeah, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're going to accept the money, mandatory have to go, uh, you have to take financial management courses. Right. It would, it would do that naturally, too. Yeah, just by would. giving them that amount. Yeah, because the first thing any NFL draft prospect, the second he gets drafted, what do they do? They pay off debts to loans because of the fact that schools are so fucking stingy that these kids have living expenses. Well, the first thing they do is they go off and buy their mom two houses and them yeah, ten cars, yeah. and, and then they yeah. blow their they have No, that's what you see. Yeah, but that's because <laughs> they have no concept of what it is to live off of fucking and it's not just them that's just uh, that's our society oh yeah like everyone knows that uh, i don't even know the 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 percentage but uh, x percent you know four out of five people or whatever i'm just making shit up that win the lottery or broke within the next three years right and it doesn't matter what the lottery size is right yeah, it's and because it's because they've never learned how to fucking live with manage what they it. Anyway, you don't know the value right. of money, and that's also uh, uh, a reason why reparations wouldn't do shit. There, I got all, I got all crazy. It's like the Friends episode where Joey gets signed on, and I'm probably going to bring up something no you guys know about, but give it a shot. Um, but yeah, he gets signed on for a, a soap opera. Gets all this shit, you know, like a big dog sculpture, and it's just, he's buying shit because he can. Right. And then once he loses that deal, all that shit has to go to pay off all his credit cards. I think he realizes that he's like, whoa, that was this much? He was actually on Days of Our Lives. Yeah, Days of Our Lives. I know me some friends now. My wife makes me watch it all (laughs) the time, and now I I actually like it. it. I love Friends. Yeah. I love Friends now. See, I have no idea what either of you two are talking about. If if you want to make it more, ignore the rant. Sorry, that was (laughs) If you want to make it more, ignore the rant relevant, I would say, and Dumb and Dumber. They find the money. They spend it all, yeah. and then they oh, have yeah. to give out IOUs. Yes. Hey, you want to <laughs> hold on to that? That's a Lambo. $275,000. The yep. jerk. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, the jerk. The jerk. <laughs> Iron balls. Kanski. $1.95. He said they're writing out all the checks. It's funny as hell. That's funny as shit. No, oh, that's man. a great classic movie right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Doug, while we're on the topic of pro football, Miami <laughs> Dolphins need to get their shit together and start naming some legitimate starters. Well, dude, I told you the reason that they haven't done that oh, is because they're going through their whole fucking team. They need a real they, coaching uh, staff, the, obviously. The whole team is every, new. Every and team's down to their 53-man roster now. Look, look Miami... Miami's Miami's whole time to shit or get off the pot. Miami, their whole squad is new. <laughs> they they're all new players. They're all everybody at Miami is a young, hungry fucking player. All besides Fitz, and and so when you got that going down, and we've got a good team, dude. We got some killer picks. I can't wait. I'm telling you, two is playing this year. Oh, he's starting. two is starting. Oh, he's yeah. gonna start this real year. real quick before we, before we leave. I want to go around the room. Obviously, you say what your team is and how you think they're going to do. The Miami Dolphins, and I think we're going to kick ass. But I don't think we're going to. Uh, I don't think we're going to go all the way this year. I'm saving that for next year. What's your record? 
What's our record? I would say we probably will go. How many games are we having this year? Regular season. Is it regular season? Yep. Okay. 17 weeks. 16. Well, if you go 16 games, I say we're going to be 11. I think we'll win 11. No shit. Yeah. Think we'll even win even with all those new Miami young Miami yes Dolphins. yes oh. I, think win. I think we'll be a, I think we'll be uh. eleven for sixteen this year and next year I think we'll be f- probably thirteen thirteen and three yeah something like that oh Doug you meant three and thirteen no I'm just kidding uh. I was just being a dick. oh Doug okay no. I love your optimism uh, hey I, I'm gonna I'm be real you. sad in November when it's like well that's not gonna happen. I don't see it. I, I don't see, see eleven it. wins. I, I, I think that the, the biggest thing that's going to help Miami is the fact that the Patriots are likely not going to be the Patriots of old. No, well, Scam that's the Newton. Buccaneers. The Buccaneers I mean, are Cam. the Patriots of old. You know that is, but that, Bruce Arians ain't no Belichick. No, I know, but dude, uh, hey, Bruce Arians is man. I, I no, think, he's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying he's bad, but let's be honest. Bruce, uh, Bill Belichick is the whole reason why there's six rings in their trophy case. Yeah, true. They're not going to be the Patriots of old, but they're still not going to be that bad. They're he's still the going to they're still going to thump the Dolphins at least once this year. He's the only coach that could have got Tom Brady. Yeah. To that level. Well, Tom Brady Well, yeah. I I I got to that level. I got lost in the Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is the only coach that could get Tom Brady to go play for him though. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. other than retiring. All right, so you got the Dolphins at 11, 11 wins, wins this year? Yes. 11 wins. All right, wow. mark, mark this Youngest down. We will revisit wow. this 11 shit. 11 wins. Yeah, yeah. Because we're only a couple weeks away from no, actual real football. That's why I wanted to go ahead and get right. this out before the season sure. started. No no preseason games this year, no nothing. So I've we're, been, this I've is been all, watching practice, man. I'd, I'd say 11 games. This is all just us being fans. Sure. This is fanboy moment. So, Matt. All right. You're, you're with the Colts, right? I'm an Indianapolis Colts guy. Um, we have... We have built a team, and we have obviously had the heartbreak of losing a, a true leader and a quarterback that has been just brutally beaten his whole career because we didn't think it was the right thing to put an offensive line around him. But now we have one. Now we have one. Um, arguably top 10 offensive line in football easily. Is Jacoby Brissett still on the roster? Um, yeah. Um, no, I don't believe so, actually. No. I mean, obviously, I know Philip Rivers yes, is, is the guy. Yes, he is, actually. We signed him to two years. Then we went and signed Philip Rivers to $25 million in one year. He is obviously our starter. Yeah. Um, building rapport with T.Y. T.Y.'s getting older, but still got – he's a, he's the ghost, bro. I mean, there's no – he's still going to beat people as long as he's healthy. Yep. Um, I agree. We are going to have a running back by committee that we have never had. I think Marlon Mack is going to end up being the undeniable one. But Taylor's – everyone's really high on Taylor, so we'll see how that goes. But realistically speaking, uh, especially given the division being built for each other to, to lose to each other, um, Jacksonville's playing. You know the snowball effect. We want. Zero They're trying wins. to get rid of their entire team before yeah, the season starts. Well, <laughs> they want to tank because they see a future in the draft, and I totally get they that. They want Trevor Good Lawrence so bad. They actually want a quarterback. Go, go, Jacksonville. Good for you. Um, but I will say between Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis. Dude, those are all possible 10-11 win teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll put us at 10-6 and six as a wild card. I think Houston still takes the division. I agree. I basically agree with everything you said there. Because I don't see many wild card as far as position players on Indy. I think, they're, I think they have their nucleus good. 
All it is is just the uh, we're ready, dude. We got the the relationship between Philip Rivers and the receivers is the only question mark, really, in my opinion. We, we also our defense is is young. We're, we're fast in the backfield. I, I'm and Darius Leonard, man, he was. Uh, they actually told him to go home because he wanted to report with rookies because he was dying to play football. Yeah. So one of the best linebackers in the game too. So. I like I said, we're going to be competitive, and I think we can make noise in the playoffs. But and there, no one's going to have a home field advantage at that point, exactly. Besides, unless it's outside, that's another thing that we got to think about so, this year. But mm-hmm. I will say, you lost Vinatieri, but you're going to be just fine. We're going to be better off without him because you got him Hot Rod. Year, see, you got Rodrigo. That's what I'm saying. But last year he lost us four games that would have put us well into playoff contention. Vinny did, yeah. We, dude, we were supposed to start the year fucking six and one without missing field goals. We ended up starting the year four and three, if I'm not mistaken. Four and three, four and four, actually, because we actually pulled off an upset against Kansas City. Yeah, how did he end up shitting the bed just in that one year? It's like 20 years in the league, Yeah, He's old. I hear you. No, and I get that. It's just... Kickers are too old. Kickers kickers can be consistently really good elite for the longest period of yeah, time of any yeah, position. Sure. Look at Morton Anderson. But then when they yep. hit that wall, they are... Yeah, they're done. You, yeah. You, nothing more than a 35 yard. Morton Anderson, dude, that, that dude was fucking amazing. Money. He was a fucking that, machine. Th- that, dude was, that dude was 50 years old and I watched him with my own eyes yeah. at practice kicking 70 yard field goals. Oh, yeah. Same I thing mean, with Matt Bryant. Kicking 80 yard field off, goals. Was, I mean, it same was with a, every kicker, by the way. Incredible. Jason Elam. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Any good, really good yeah, kicker. Yeah, Jason Elam. He was they can player. be extraordinarily good, but then once they lose it, they never get it back. It's Dunzo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Before we get to Arona, I got to say this about Adam Vinatieri. I think it's funny. But I think the NFL brought the uprights three feet closer together. It was three years ago, three or four years ago. They started it. They tried it at the Pro Bowl, and they loved it. And Adam Vinatieri, that year at the Pro Bowl, missed two extra points and two field goals as a Pro Bowl kicker. And the reason why I say that is because Adam Vinatieri was one – he always had that little curve that would always sneak in the upright. Yeah. And he always played that through his entire career, whether he was young or old. Yeah. So the second they brought that three feet, that three feet difference kind of fucked him. Old dog, new tricks, lie. man. Can't do it. That dog so don't float. Yeah. He, he didn't like that very much, and it kind of ruined his elderly career. So you're 10 and 6. 10 and 6 wild card team. I do say we make the playoffs. There you go. Who's your team? Uh... So it it is the Arizona Cardinals, and you know I'm not going to have as much player insight as y'all have, but uh, I will certainly say that uh, I think this is going to be Kyler Murray's you know coming out year. Um, I mean, big caveat there is if they give him an offensive line that actually can fucking protect somebody because we haven't had an effective you know um, off- offensive line pretty much since uh, Kurt Warner. Yeah. Definitely, Kurt Warner, and uh, not and only they that, killed him then too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, agreed. But and then they definitely need to get their defense back in that top five area because last year they shit the bed. There's just no denying it. But if they can take care of those things, uh, 
just because the coach is, you know, so new and working in this environment and things like that, I, I'm going to be conservative and say I don't see them going more than eight or nine wins this season. I think they're probably a six-win team just right now. Just mm-hmm. because of the youth of the coach, it's still a new system. It usually takes about three years for any program, college or pro, before they really start to get it. Mm-hmm. And, and and you get the personnel for your quote-unquote system, if you believe in that system approach, which I think when you're trying to run a very specific type of football, it which they very much are in Arizona. Sure. Because you, you have – a lot of holes uh, that, you know, they got it filled with quarterback. Is Larry Fitzgerald still going, or was last year's last year? It, no, he, he's still there. He's, he's still, still there? there? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this Until will be he, his last year. I, I don't know. Until he feels like, I just don't want to do it anymore. I, for him, it's not, no, I'm too old. You know, I think even last year he came out and was like, dude, I feel the strongest I've ever felt in my career. So... For him, as long as he feels healthy and he's having fun, uh, I see him playing that shit till the wheels fall off. And I hope he does. He's but awesome. they also have DeAndre Hopkins, which doesn't miss anything that yeah. gets thrown his way. So that's yeah. the one thing the Texans got rid of that's just like, what are you doing? Yeah. That's your that's your money ball guy right there. So, And then to have Kirk as well. Mm-hmm. I think they actually have the wide receiver core to run the air raid eff- effectively. Sure. But... Then again, this is the NFL. You got to run the football. You got to impose your will. And that division. But they've got that, that with Kyler. Stuff. Yeah, I, it, eh? it's a wild card there. They can jump up on some people, but I think just given the it's the division that's so tough there. Oh yeah, no that to, to yeah. climb that mountain yeah, right yeah. there. You know that's uh, NFC West is tough. It's it tough. is. Yeah. Yes. No. No. Seattle, no denying that. Seattle is very consistent. Heart. It's heart, man. Like. You, you talk about spirit, that that, that whole division's got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that will say, I, I like your assessment. I say eight, eight wins is about right. It the sounds, the team has legit. spirit. Our fans need fucking help. I, I just hate the, you know, f, you know, a fair weather team mentality where it's like, we're not backing you until you've got shit going on. And I'm going to uh, Cardinals games is one of the most depressing things ever because six. You know, it's only maybe 50 to 60 percent that are actually Cardinals fans there. The rest of them are there for the other team. Welcome to Atlanta. It ain't no different here. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just fucking pisses me off. Wherever I move, I am, you know, I'm a home guy. It's wherever I'm living, I'm going to root for that team. Yeah. And just like, I mean, I became a Diamondbacks fan when I was out in Arizona. Now, granted, if the Braves came through, Mm -hmm. then I'm rooting for the Braves. At that point, you know, fuck the Diamondbacks. Um, However, I can't say that really for the Falcons because, I I don't know, I I just never was a huge Falcons fan while I was here. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I can't say much on that front. But, uh, you know, since I am here now... um, I will certainly add the Falcons to my, you know, list of teams that I'll, you know, back. Well, I'm all about the Falcons till they play the Dolphins. Yeah. Love the know. Falcons. I mean, that's Love how, that's, Falcons. that's Falcons, how, Falcons are great fucking, that man, like I said, four or five years ago, dude, their defense, that was, that was one of the sweetest fucking defenses yeah. I've ever seen. Fast it was and the, physical. It was the defense of the Dolphins back in the day. 
Yeah. It was that's what I saw in Miami. I mean, I and Atlanta. But it was crazy. But going back to what you were saying, Aruna, about you know wherever you're at, you'll you'll support that team. I think that's the way that it should be. But you also yeah. you also have your roots. You know, you always you also support where you came from. Like with my parents, they moved uh, they moved around a bit before they retired. And the first city that they moved to was Detroit. When they were in Detroit, they they bought Tigers gear. They went to Tigers games. They fucking rooted them on. The Braves rarely played them, uh, so that was a safe bet. They were Lions fans. They got their Lions attire. They went to Lions games. They rooted them on. Um, they were Red Wings fans with no real contention from Atlanta because we always kick out our fucking hockey teams because we're a fucking moronic city when it comes to hockey. Uh, sorry, anyway, and then they moved to D.C., where, sadly, my stepdad, God bless him, became a Nationals fan, which I'll never, I'll, I'll never forgive him for, because that's in our conference with the Braves. But <laughs> anyway, but they would go to Redskins games back when that was a safe thing to say. Um, they're no longer in D.C. But anyway, they would, whatever city they were, di- they were in, they would go support that team. They yeah. wouldn't. They wouldn't just be like. Well, I went to Tampa Bay games back, you know, when I was down there, but. The only reason I went is because it was five dollars to sit on the fifty yard line. <laughs> I mean, it was was it the cream sickle days? You'd be right there on the fifty yard line for five bucks, dude. They were begging people to go see them. Yeah, because yeah, you know that it, it was when Vinny Testaverde was. Yeah. I, I told you about all that. It was the cream sickle days. It was nuts, dude. They sucked. They were horrible. Yeah, and, that's and, back when I loved them. And I went to see them, you know, just because I, I lived there. Yeah, and it was football, but. I was always a Dolphins fan, you know? Well, I've always been a diehard Falcons fan, uh, Braves fan, Georgia Bulldogs fan, all that stuff, local hometown teams, and I've lived where I've grown up pretty much the whole time, so it works out for me. So Falcons this year. Um, Our offense, I think for the first time in a long time, not a lot of questions. Got basically every questionable spot filled. It's the only offense that I'm aware of in the history of the NFL where every position player is a former first-round draft pick. So there's at least no excuses uh, for the offensive productivity or lack thereof. So expectations are high on the offensive side. Speaking of that defense that you mentioned from a few years ago on our Super Bowl run, we still have a handful of those players left, still have the head coach that was apparently given all of the credit for that right. fast and physical defense. That was a fucking and that's where defense. every question mark lies for me now. I don't know what to expect out of our defense. We don't yeah. have a secondary as far as cornerbacks. We don't have one. Um, our safeties are fine if they can stay healthy. Keanu Neal is coming back from a, a horrible injury last year that ruined his you know, season. He's back on the practice field. He he'll he looks probably good. I saw him at practice. He he'll, looks he'll probably really good. play a little bit more of a uh, field general role. I don't think they're going to expect him to go up and make a lot of the big hits. Um, that's I got to wait and see what the defense is going to do. The potential could be there for us to be a double digit win team, but I I'm also an Atlanta sports fan, and I know better than to do that to myself. No expectations. So for the last couple of years, we've Very been low. basically a seven win team. And even though I think our offensive production will go up, I don't know if that's going to lead to wins because the NFC South only got tougher. I I personally think the NFC South will end up being one of the toughest divisions in football. I'm not saying the, but the Saints, you know they're going to be good. You know they're going to be a playoff contender in week one. As long as Drew Brees is their quarterback and they've got, you know, their fucking coach who I hate, 
uh, they'll be there. The Buccaneers, obviously, are going to be much improved. This is going to be the best Buccaneers team, even better than what Gruden had. Dude, I think... Thank you, free agency. I really really believe that the Dolphins are going to shock a lot of fucking people. Now, the Panthers... They're they're a complete they're a crater. They were blown the fuck up. Well, Coach, unknown. Like really, they could they could Coach actually make noise. Too. Rivera gone. Cam Newton up in Foxborough. Nobody knows what the fuck is going to come they out. They got of there. a players' coach yeah. now though. So, like I said, Carolina. They'll be something another, to fear in a couple of years. This year, know. I don't see how that's possible. I see them more in the Arizona camp where Arizona was last year. Uh, that's where I have the the Panthers. They're not going to be an issue. They might come up and bite some people here and there. But between the Falcons, the Buccaneers, and the Saints, I think those three teams is probably going to be right up there with the most with the toughest three. You know, toughest seventy five percent of any conference. I I would put those three teams in that. So how many games now? As far as how win? that relates to the Falcons and their season performance, I still don't put them in double digit wins. I, I say. Nine wins is a good year. Seven wins is probably what they're going to get, and they're they're either going to miss the playoffs or squeak in as a wild card. And I think anybody that has ex- expectations of 11, 12, 13 wins are delusional. I, you know, I got to bring up one of my greatest football memories because this year I actually went to a playoff game. Uh, was actually back when the Cardinals uh, had that fabled run uh, to the Super Bowl. And um, first game in is the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And on the screen before the game starts, I don't know if this came across uh, for the TV audience or not, but it comes up with an Atlanta Journal-Constitution quote that says, there is no greater Christmas present than to play the Cardinals in the playoffs. <laughs> and the whole stadium went fucking crazy. And um, we proceeded to kick the ever-loving shit out of the Falcons. It was, you know, greatest game I've ever personally been to. Well, was I think like, that was, was like blackout day here in Georgia. When yeah. Georgia played Alabama and they did the whole blackout. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah you know, that was, oh, man, that game was. Especially because it was nine and seven. It was it was it was <laughs> yeah. a pitiful game, and and it was brutal. I was there in person, yeah. and it was raining the whole goddamn and, time, and, and it, we left at halftime to come back home and get fucking blackout drunk. And on another note, the national championship game between Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, I had to leave Jim's party. I had to put up with this. Is what's crazy? The first half, I had to put up with all these dudes getting just all up in my face. Yeah. Fuck you! Yeah, yeah. I was trying half to tell time. you, Doug. I was like, Doug, I don't think you should be here, man. Half time, half <laughs> this time. This just isn't smart. Half <laughs> time when they brought Tua in. Uh, that's what I was. I was like, it's Tua time, and Tua came in, yeah, yeah. and just started fucking them up. Oh yeah. Here's him come up to me. And he goes, man, I don't think you need to be here. <laughs> <laughs> These people, was, everyone's gonna get was, really that angry. Was a, that was a great night. It's that just was, not a smart <laughs> thing. And, and, and uh, well, you know, for me, it was a great. It yeah. Was, it yeah. was a great night. As a having to put up with a whole house full of Georgia fans. Who were and I'm really happy Alabama to man. really angry. Yeah. Yeah. They were getting pissed, man. And because and, uh, uh, for a lot of them, that was their first chance at actually seeing a possible like actual champ. Now, I kind of say that that that's a half truth. because uh, the year before the Falcons had their Super Bowl right. experience with uh, with New England. But as a thirty eight year old Atlanta sports fan yeah i've lived through the heartbreaks right yeah 
I can see him coming down the fucking track a mile away. And I know when to just lose all hope. Now, I will I will be their biggest cheerleader, and I will get just as excited. I cried after the Bulldogs won the Rose Bowl. Right. First time I cried in joy for a sports team. Yeah, I hear you. It was tears of absolute fucking splendor. And... Uh, <laughs> And I'd never done that before. Right. I want to see you cry over a Georgia game. Just I didn't even know I was like crying. That, I was that, so that goddamn happy. I was like, "Holy shit, I got tears!" <laughs> oh my god! It wasn't. It wasn't like, a, "Oh my god!" No, no it was just great. like, "It was just like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah." Why are my eyes watery? Dude, dude, what is going on? At Jim's house that night, I felt like yeah. a Bernie bro at a Trump rally. Yeah. <laughs> I did, boy. I was like, at, at halftime, every, it was all good. It was all good until yeah. halftime. Yeah. Yeah. And once Tua come out, dude, that first drive, the very first Ooh, drive, I was yeah, like, oh, I remember this is that. awesome. And, uh, and then after, after about another, I guess it was about another four minutes after that when we went up on you guys. All my, all my Georgia sports teams have broken my heart in very fantastic ways. <laughs> and the most heartbreaking Alabama's ways. done the same thing to me, The man. Braves in their World Series, you know, only winning one out of all the ones they went, were yeah, a part yeah, of. Yeah. The Falcons and their two Super Bowls. That, well, the first one, they never had a shot. But, uh, the, the, you know, that one with the Patriots and then the Dogs. Ugh. Dude, the Dolphins have let me down so many times. I can't even begin to tell you and same way with alabama when i did alabama during the 90s when uh right after right in between uh stallings mm-hmm. when gene stallings left and and dude we just had a plethora of shit coaches and so did the dogs during that time so yeah, i don't want to I mean, fucking hear it, it. it was just it's a, like listening to the patriots fan oh before Drew Bledsoe, we were fucking all, yeah, but you got six, so right, shut the right. fuck up. Yeah, for sure. I'm still sitting at a big old fucking goose egg in my lifetime, so I don't want to hear a goddamn thing. No, you'll get there with Kirby, dude. But uh, you'll get there. At least in the first Super Bowl, you guys didn't blow a 25 point lead at halftime. Yeah, you know. See, that's what I'm saying. That I've had hurt. my heart broken in very, very just dramatic gut, fashion. Yeah, dude, that They're, one crushed my soul i miss work the next day out of sheer depression that was brutal that was watching that hurt dude yeah because it was play calling too and and matt ryan was being a bonehead too it was play calling more than anything else yeah it was because matt ryan will go out there and throw whatever fucking play he's told the ball away yeah it's like (laughs) it's like dude i need somebody on the field to have a Smarter fucking idea than our that was staff. that was definitely one. And of the Lady more Gaga ones. fucking should be more at fault for that. <laughs> I'm serious. Mohammed Sanu attention. was valid. What what he said was real. <laughs> An hour and a half, bitch. Really? Come on. Like we're stiff now. Thanks, and not in a good way, Gaga. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I know we're trying to close this thing out, but I did want to bring up before we go. Uh, so, uh, Doug, you're getting a pony. What's that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> a small pony. Yeah. Or a large dog, whichever one you want to. Can yeah. I ride it? Yeah, you can ride it. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, this animal is a two-year-old Great Pyrenees. And, uh, that from all the pictures that I've seen, I haven't seen the dog in person. But I don't need to because I've seen pictures mm-hmm. of him standing beside my wife. And my wife just doesn't seem to understand that I can tell a picture scale of her 
Yeah. This dog is. You're very aware large. of your yes. of your wife's height, and and and, and she, <laughs> you know, God bless her, she wants to save all the little animals everywhere. As yes. as do I, I do too. But uh, yeah, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be very interesting. I wonder how Buddy's going to take to him. Yeah, and I mean, this dog is big enough to get shit off of the oven and off of the <laughs> counter, and you know, so we've never had that before. We've never, <laughs> yeah, I've never yeah. had to deal with that. So. Yeah, it ought to be interesting. You're going to be building a lot of top shelves. You know oh, what, man. though? Another thing that you need to, like, you guys might need to invest in some lint rollers. Because you're going to be covered in little curly white hair. Like, that dog is going to shed uh, no. so much hair. I'm not worried about that. The old wife will uh, brush him out every day. Ooh, that's there nice. She's mm-hmm. good for Ferminator. that. She'll, she'll do that every day. There you, know. you go. She did it with the chow chows, so... At least you're getting a real dog. Mine's like a cat. Yeah, this is. <laughs> he thinks he's a cat, but he's heavier than like you would expect when you see him. Little Hank, yeah. this Hank Williams, little Bocephus boy. That <laughs> well, little. Well, we dude, have a cat that thinks he's a dog. I mean, yeah, dude, Greg, he's 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 legit, dude. Yeah, he's he's got he's. I bet you he'd run the neighborhood. You let him out. And oh, I got a did. dog. I don't he know was. what he thinks he is. I think he thinks he's a person. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Buddy the elf here. What's oh. your favorite color? Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, buddy. He thinks so, he's yeah, there, He's pretty much a stoner dog. <laughs> he's just, well, he's just an old man. He's yeah, a campfire yeah. dog. He likes his That's naps. what he looks like. He likes to chill next to the campfire. Oh, bed. yeah. We'll, no, we'll be willing sure. those out here in a few weeks. So uh, that's our episode for the week. Hey, a lot more sports talk than normal. See, we're not a politics show. Thank we're God a multifaceted, we that. just ranting <laughs> on whatever the <laughs> fuck we, we choose. And, and if, before we go... I just want to say, uh, if you uh, if you listen to us, subscribe to whatever platform you're listening to us on, and tell a friend. And yeah, and tell a friend to listen because uh, hey, if you like what we're saying, they might like what we're saying too. And we're gonna be growing this bitch. And, yeah, uh, you're gonna want to get in on the ground level so you can yeah. turn around and tell all your friends. Hey, yeah. I was I was listening to the, that show when they were only a politician. When they yeah. were only an infant. And if you can, head on over to iTunes and give us a rating. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I would say definitely push the five-star ratings, but, uh, you know, do your thing. It's up to you. Yeah. If you yeah. hate us, Yeah, I'm not going to grovel. If you yeah. feel yeah. up to it, drop us a, you know, drop us a little rating and review. Yeah. Tell a friend. Yeah. More than anything, tell a friend. Let other people, if you're enjoying this and you actually are listening to every episode, the best thing you can do for us to make sure that we keep doing this is just to... Tell as many people as you think would enjoy our content, and we mm. would be forever grateful. And yes. you can tell us about it in a in a review on iTunes. And then when you subscribe, we know you're there. Yeah. We have big plans for this show. Yes, we do. And uh, you'll be hearing all about them here in a, just a few weeks. Yes. So help, yeah. us, help us get to that point so that we can further entertain you uh, with better content. And on that note, that's going to uh, end this one. That's so, a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap for this week. And like you always say, yes, be kind to each other. Yes. And please don't beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) This concludes our ranting do.